eat my shorts. Down on the podcast, I'm of course your host, Dave Lee, and this is episode, I have to pull that a bit closer today, this is episode number 41 of the program, uh, of course you can join me every single Monday, the podcast goes out every Monday, uh, but it also goes out two days earlier to patron supporters, uh, sorry I should first say the podcast goes out on all the podcasting platforms. Of course, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, Amazon, and Audible. All of them. All of them? Yeah, it goes out on the Monday. Is that all of them? All of them. Ooh, Plus a lot of small ones as well. So it goes out on all of them. Worry about. Eh, if you listen on this, fine. Yeah, I suppose. Go for it. Um, what was I going to say? Yeah, I got a little mixed up. The, 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 the show goes out on the Monday, but if you're a Patreon supporter, you can get it two days early over on Patreon. Uh, for as little as a dollar a month, you can sign up. Cheapy. Yeah, only a dollar. Only, only a buck. You're a cheap ass. I know. Patreon.com forward slash Dave Lee down under. If you want to get that early access to the podcast. We have, of course, migrated video podcast to the second channel. So if you um, if you want to, if you're watching the video, make sure to watch it. And hit subscribe, all that shit. Got to get the subs back up. Gotta get the views back up so we can monetize that second channel. You can of course find me on YouTube at Dave Lee Down Under, uh, over on Twitter, Instagram, Letterbox. Links are in the description of every single podcast. And if you want to write into the show, you can send an email at DaveLeePod at gmail.com. Not one of those other ones, just that one. Just that one. Yeah. Um, if you're listening on podcast platforms, please leave a review and a rating. Only good ones. Certainly helps the good ones. If you get a bad one, we'll hunt you down. I know. Awful. Hey, we beat the music by a minute today. Ooh, miles. Miles I'll ahead. Oh, slowly. Ooh. That sounds like the music. Professional? There you go, hey. Cool, Jesus. Shit, how good's that, huh? How did you learn how to do that? And I taught it. Taught it to myself. Ooh, Just slide Jesus. the little thing up and down. You're a very, very clever man. I know, I know. I know. Hey, talking <laughs> about good reviews, we've got another good one this week. Ooh. Yeah, this one's come from Lewis Glover. Lewis Glover. Yeah. No relation to Danny? Dunno. Probably not. I wonder. <laughs> Dunno. Maybe. Probably some long distance. Or Donald Glover, maybe? They're related, aren't they? Are they related? Danny no. and Donald? No? No, no relation. Oh, okay. There you go. Childish Gambino. That's the one. Love Childish. Love Childish Gambino. Do you? Mm, I do. He's all right. Um, he says Lewis Glover, not Childish Gambino. Right, okay. Lewis Glover get says. That, get that right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> don't attribute something to somebody that you don't know. No. <laughs> Lewis Glover says, a great, deep, uh, a great deep podcast about movies. That's the headline. That's the, the uh, subject matter. Uh, he Might says, be a bit deep and meaningful, meaningful coming up. Uh-oh. Yeah. He says. Um, DNM warning. Yeah, wee, no. wee, wee. <laughs> <laughs> he says, Lewis Glover. He says, I love listening every week to Dave and old mate Rick's thoughtful opinions about movies. Keep up the great work. Oh, awesome. Thanks, mate. Thanks, Louis. Appreciate it. I'll call you Louis. Maybe you don't like Louis. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about how, how you know, deep and meaningful how 
chats are, but... Maybe, so it's like a deep dive, deep yeah. dive into thoughts. If you enjoy it, that's great. Yeah, I mean, thanks, Lewis. That's what we aim love to it. do. I love it. I am, of course, joined by just old to, mate Rick. Just to take you away from reality for an hour shit. or two. Yeah, I should say I'm joined by old mate Rick again. Yep, of course you are. Co-host Because no show. one else would come on with you. No. Nah. Nobody likes you. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about um, life and the uh, struggles or whatever oh. you said. If you're watching the video, you can. If you if you're listening, you're probably here. It's just a little bit, bit muffled. muffled. You've probably been playing around with your ears, earpieces for a couple of minutes. Going, what the fuck's going on today? Now, if you're watching, you know. See, that's the benefits of the video podcast is you get to learn little things just a little bit earlier than everyone else. Yep. Um, we are, of course, in masks today. Not for long, though. Got to get this. Yeah, I know. Right. It's awful. <laughs> We're back in lockdown. Fucking hell. Yep. Let's get on off. Hey? Bloody New South Wales. All right. Yeah, fucking hell. If you've been, I'm sure we've been, have we been updating them over the last few weeks? I think we yeah, have. Yeah, we have. Over what's well, going on. New South Wales has fucking exploded. There's over a thousand cases now. In, in, less, New, in less than a month. Yeah, in less than a month. Um, and of course, it's crept over the border into Victoria because we didn't close our borders fast enough. Fast enough. And some idiots. Oh, I was going to swear there, but better not. <laughs> some morons. Yes. Moron. Bloody courier drivers or something. No, they removalists. Furniture removalists oh. crossed the border and then they went to wherever it was. They were unloading the unloading the uh, the furniture into a house. For they were there for about four hours mm. in an apartment building. So the whole apartment block finished up getting locked down. Mm. The uh, the guy whose furniture it was, he he wore a mask. The removalists weren't wearing masks apparently. Mm. Um, and he yeah. and the the guy that. Live there, he was okay, but people in the building weren't that weren't wearing masks. Yeah. They, they caught it as well. And but of they course, went, it's a delta. It's a delta strain, I think. Yeah, isn't which it? is a bad one. Yeah, it's the highly contagious one. Yeah, and of course they went globe trotting around Australia. Yeah, they went across. The, <laughs> they went across the South Australia, <laughs> and, and then headed home. Like, uh, and, they, and then, they, then they apparently aren't cooperating and helping yeah. out where they'd been. Yeah. I'm going to lock them up until they do. Yeah. That's my view anyway. Disaster. So anyway, it's crept into Victoria again yep. and we're back in lockdown. As of last night for another for, 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 for five days. Five days. Hopefully. Well, it's hopefully well last one days. was that. Last one was what they said. It was a, what, five-day lockdown Yeah, but did time. we have – how many cases? We only had like a couple and then they were like, fuck it, slam them shut. Yeah, I can't remember how many Hopefully it should only time. be five days. Oh, I hope so. A snap lockdown, they're calling it. It's not good it. for people's uh, people's businesses and, and no, mental well-being. Mental health. Sort of I'm thing. getting exhausted. For, it's fucking exhausting <laughs> me now. I'm and, over it. And we work from home. Exactly right, I was oh, going to say. I, I don't always work from home. but Yeah, well, you got a little bit of work here yeah. and, there and you go places. But yeah. I'm always at home. But still, it's exhausting. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, hey, we're doing this next week. And it's like, no, fuck, hang on, you're not. <laughs> yeah, bastards. It's just like it makes things more difficult and then it's just the, the – I just – being able to get out is like is nice. Yeah. To be able to just go somewhere just for a couple of hours and just be Cause, somewhere cause is we've nice. We basically had all our restrictions yeah. removed yeah. for about a week. Yeah. <laughs> and then we're back in lockdown. It's like, fuck me. We've got two events coming Unbelievable. up. Unbelievable. We've got yeah. two events coming up and I don't I don't know how that's gonna go. We've got the uh preview of Dune. Yep. The new um Denis Villeneuve. Film? I don't know. I think don't that's understand. how you pronounce his name. <laughs> um, it's the new, like, you know, it's like science fiction epic yep. thing. They call the book unfilmable and they've tried oh, many cool. times. Um, just this huge epic science fiction thing and uh, it was delayed from last year, of course, mm. pandemic. And there's been like this fight between Warner Brothers and um, 
Lionsgate, I think, who made the film. Okay. Uh, Warner Brothers wanted to put it day and date on HBO Max, and they weren't that Lionsgate weren't happy with it. Blah blah blah, all that. Anyway, so what's happening this week at the IMAX around the world is they're doing like this special preview session. Thirty minutes, you get a couple of scenes from the film, the brand new trailer, a couple of little making of featurettes and stuff. Um, and we were invited along to that uh, by our good friends over at Warner Brothers. Hashtag Warner Brothers invited. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's a it's a public thing. It's open to public, so people are able to apply for like free tickets oh, okay. to go to it. Uh, but they're doing it at IMAX theaters around the world, essentially. Right. Well, I know there's in America, you know, there's one in London, one in Melbourne. Uh, so we got tickets to that. That's Thursday. Lockdown next, is next next week, yeah. next week Thursday. Lockdown supposed to end on Tuesday night. Not next week. This week. Well, yeah, this week. Because we had on Monday. Yeah, the podcast goes out on Monday. <laughs> always we, forget that. We record on the Friday. <laughs> uh, but yeah, next, this week, this week, yeah, we're supposed to be going to uh, June. Um, so hopefully we do open on Tuesday yep. or Tuesday evening, Hope Wednesday, so. whatever, and then we can get to that. If not, uh, I mean, it's only a 30-minute session. We've got to go to the IMAX. And yeah. <laughs> I mean, an hour's drive for a 30-minute session. Yeah. Uh, but then up. the following week... Um, is the one that I've been waiting for for fucking three years. Yep. Jungle Cruise. <laughs> God, I hope they don't. Jungle I Cruise. I shut that one No. Down. If you've been listening, you know how much I'm looking forward to fucking Jungle Cruise yep. and have been for three years. And God damn it, it'll be my luck if they're like, no, you're still in lockdown. We have to cancel Jungle Cruise. I'll be pissed off. And you even bought a special shirt and everything. I got for a special it, shirt. <laughs> yeah, <'cause>, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because they're doing the special the special event screening thing, and it's like a like Jungle Chic theme. So I was like, fuck it, I'm gonna buy like a like a. $10 jungle shirt from Cotton On. <laughs> I had like birthday vouchers. I was like, fuck it, may as well use it. And then um, well, I had to spend like $20 to use the vouchers. Um, so I bought some other shit, like yeah, a yeah, and whatever else yeah. anyway. So I got that, but I, I chose store pickup as well. Oh, that's right. So even if we do open, I might, who knows, it might not wind up at the store. Or You can still do click and collect. It is a click and collect at the store. Oh yeah, yeah but will it still go to the store if the store's closed? That's my worry. No, I think I think there's there'll still be staff on for uh, click and collect. So it might, it'll probably still go to the store. That's all right. Well, if we can't see Jungle Cruise, I'm sure I'll there'll be a way that I I'm sure Disney will find a way for me to see it. Mm. So if I end up seeing it at home with a screener or something, I was just sitting here with my Jungle Cruise shirt, <laughs> my Jungle shirt on. <laughs> Quite sad. I know I'll be so upset like I'm sure that, like I said, I'm sure the way Disney can, uh, I can like Disney will find a way for me to see it early, so I can review it anything, but and everything. But I want to see it on a big screen. Yeah, I want to go to the cinema and see Jungle Cruise, The Rock in the Jungle <laughs> with Emily Blunt, and just fucking just fucking around in the jungle. I want to see it on a big screen. <laughs> did we say Welcome to the Jungle in the, I think the cinema? We did, yeah, <laughs> all that time ago. I was going to say it's not the might be the first time not, we've seen not, The Rock in the Jungle. Not Jumanji. No, Welcome no, no, to no. the Jungle. No, no. Because no, no. that one that you're talking about is called The Rundown in America. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's oh, called okay. The Rundown. And that here and in the UK, it was, it was called, called Welcome, Welcome to the, to the jungle. jungle. And then the sequel to Jumanji was also called Welcome, Welcome to, to, the, the, jungle. to yeah. the Jungle. And I was sure they were going to change that subtitle in the international market, oh, okay. but they didn't. They just left it. So, <laughs> a rock. so if, for those out there, it's just a little nice little funny, fun little tidbit for 
international listeners who might not know, yeah, yeah. Rob Rock is in two movies. Cool. <laughs> Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the Jungle. But we're talking about the, the original one. What year? I reckon. With, uh, what was his name? Um, Sean, was Sean William Scott? Yeah. 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 I just right. remember them for like fighting, like the, yeah. lightning and thunder or some <laughs> yeah, shit. That's I right. Know. I can't remember. Yeah, uh, yeah. The, the rundown. What year was that, do you reckon? Oh, I reckon it has to be like 2000. I'd say 2000, uh, 2005 maybe. I'd say earlier. I reckon three. 2003. I'll say five. Let's have a look. Open it up. See the rundown. Um, 2003. Yeah, he's still going. <laughs> he's still going by the name The Rock on that poster too. Oh god, that was around the time where he was trying to like change his name, change his name to Dwayne Johnson, successfully. But mm. we still call him The Rock. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> and he loves He'll it. He'll always be The Rock. He loves it. His yeah. show is called Young Rock, so he must. Yeah, hate exactly it. right. There you go. It's a yeah. good show, by the way. That's a real. We good haven't show. been talking about that actually. No, We've been watching. We watched fun. it all. Yeah, that was really good. Really fun. good. The guy that plays him. Not the young version, but like the like the, team, the, the team version is playing. You know, Rock's doing a film called Black Adam for DC. Right, yeah. So he's going to play the younger, the younger version, version of Black Adam because he yeah. doesn't look unlike him. No, like yeah. he's got he's a huge boy. Like yeah. he's he's a big big boy. Yeah. So does it very well. Yeah, he does. A, he does a good Rock. Mm. And I think there was even one scene where where we had the the bum bag, wasn't it? Yeah, the bum bag <laughs> was, and the, the a, turtleneck. Yeah, yeah that's that's so hilarious. good. <laughs> nice little Easter egg. Yeah. Um, no, but if you haven't seen it, have a look. Yeah, it's, check that uh, out. Great, it's good fun. Really good show. Fun. Yeah. And you used to like, um, or you still do. Actually, we went and bought them at JB last week. Um, what's it called? That other one, that other show that he did, Ballers. Ballers, oh, I love it. Yeah, yeah. it's a great show. I only watched the first season. I got to watch the rest. No, I really enjoyed that. Yeah, and that uh, I think they were canned too early. Yes. Yeah, well, cancelled too early, five, I think. Six, five seasons? Uh, oh, I can't remember. Yeah, maybe five. Yeah. yeah, I think it was five. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. But that was, that, was, uh, that was good fun. I enjoyed that mm, one. I have to check it out. We bought it all. Yeah. Buy one, get one free on all television. Was it buy two, get one free? Buy two, get one free plus 30%, 30% well, 35%? Well, it was 30%, 30% plus the extra 5%. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, which was nice. That's nice. So we went and I went. I went to trouncing around to all the JBs around. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Where was I? I was at work. You were here doing. You were cleaning up or something. Oh, that was the night people were coming over. Oh, that's right. So yeah, you were yeah. cleaning shit, and yeah. I was like, "Well, I have to go to JB because the deal's ending today." So I went run around to JB in the morning, and then came yeah. home and helped out around the house. Yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, back in lockdown, might not get to see Jungle Cruise on the big screen. That's my biggest takeaway from this. Oh. No, we have to keep Good safe. You'd love to see that on the big screen. That'll, that'll look great on the big screen. That'll be great. I'm so excited for it. I can't wait. But uh, you know, Hopefully we'll at least get a screener for it. Well, yeah, I'm sure we will, like I said. Yeah. But, um, and if, and if, that's the, if that's the case, that's fine. I mean, you've got to lock down. Yeah, exactly. We'll always support the lockdowns. Like, get it early. Do what you've got to do. It's just exhausting. At this point, this is lockdown number five for us in Melbourne. It's exhausting yep. now. 5.0, yeah, 5.0 is the coin. <laughs> and the news. The news called it 5.0. It's five. We're not going to have a 5.1 <laughs> or 5.2. Crazy, man. Yeah, so. The next one will be 6.0. Yeah, well, because everyone was calling for, at the last one 4.0 is like a joke. Oh, lockdown 4.0. And now the news is wankers. so stupid. Anyway. So, yeah, we'll see. But if we have to find another way to watch Jungle Cruise, that's fine. It'll happen. It'll happen. I'll see it. I'm actually looking forward to that. Yeah, me too. So excited mm. for it. Could you tell? 
<laughs> Can I tell? You wouldn't have gone and bought a bloody shirt for it <laughs> if you weren't. <laughs> I'll be the only one, I guarantee it. You uh, wait, I don't care. I wear my Jungle Cruise shirt. I've got camo cap and I've got camo shirts and camo pants. I'll just wear camo. That'll do, yeah. <laughs> what else have we been watching this week? Let's have a look. I watched a bunch of old movies this week. and People don't care that much. I watched some John Wayne ones, which is always the same. Which one did you say? I watched one called uh, Pittsburgh, which was all right. It was actually, I, I will talk one. about this one. He's um, he's like this uh, miner guy. He's like a miner, like a mine, like not a, uh, not, down not, the mines. Not, a, not a, you know, under 16. No, no, he's not a miner. He's he's down yeah, in, the, in someone, the mines. Someone digging for coal. Yeah, or down yeah. digging for coal. Or it's gold. Not, or it's not like it's not like six year old John Wayne. No, it's like. <laughs> He's dead. It's <laughs> I wonder what a six-year-old John Wayne would be like. I'm sure there's p- pictures. I'm Probably. Sure. Um, yeah. So John Wayne, his mum would have been yelling at him, coming for Marion, coming for dinner. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Marion, that's right. <laughs> um, I was going to say, yeah. So he's like full-grown John Wayne. Um, he's a miner down in that things. Anyway, he he decide, him and his mate decide to leave their jobs as miners and. Um, he become like this big business magnate, and in the end, he ends up like fucking over his business partner. He fucks over the girl, he fucks over everyone, and becomes like a real jerk. And then at the end of the movie, the last act of the movie turns into this fucking propaganda film. Oh, so obviously, it's like okay. made in 1942. So during the war, just this full twist into this propaganda film where the war breaks out, and oh shit, suddenly he has like this change of conscience and has to like make all these changes with his business, and and you know makes friends with the girl with the guy again. The wins the girl back and all this shit and they're all happy at the end. It's like, fucking hell. This massive, like, bait and switch, like, propaganda movie. It's like, what the hell is this? Oh, shit. (laughs) Yeah, it was pretty crap. (laughs) It's pretty melodramatic. I was thinking, uh, melodrama. And then you get to this propaganda, like, the last, like, 30 minutes, 20 minutes is, like, proper, full-on propaganda film. It was like, fucking hell. Mm. And it's got, like, this voiceover throughout the movie too. Crazy. I can imagine going to the cinemas back in the day and then you just get fucking baited like that. Oh, it's actually a propaganda movie? <sighs> Jesus. Anyway, one of those just weird little things. I watched um, I, I watched a couple of – I can't even remember the names of them now. Two of them were with uh, Marlene, uh, Marlena D- Dietrich. Dietrich, yeah. Dietrich. Um, quite good. I really like her. I've never really watched any of her stuff before until recently. I bought a couple of her box sets. So I've just mm, kind of mm. working way through a couple of her films. I really like them. She's really, she's really quite good. We watched one with she was her a in, bombshell in her day, wasn't she? Yeah, she was like one of the first. Yep. Um, her and G- James Stewart we watched in um, Destry Rides again a few weeks oh, ago, yeah, yeah. which yeah. is really quite good. Yeah. Um, but Love yeah, him too. Yeah. Love James. Ah, Stewart. James Stewart's my favourite. Yeah. So a couple of them. Actually, you watched an old one with me last weekend. Here comes Mr. Jordan. Uh, did I? Guy dies, <laughs> and they accidentally take his soul a little oh, bit too early, right, yeah. and they have to that's put right, him in yeah, another yeah. body. Yeah. Really good, yeah, really good. good. Actually, it really was good quite, fun. Quite funny. It'd really be good f- to see that remade. To be honest, they've remade it many times. Oh, have they? Yeah. Oh, um, okay. One called. Well, they made a follow-up to it in the. I guess it was like forties, and they made a, a follow-up to it a couple of years later called Down to Earth, which had oh, Rita Hayworth right. in it. Where she's like a goddess or like some right. sort of like, and she comes down to earth into a human body. Right. And that was sort of like a sort of spiritual follow up to it. Yep. But they remade Here Comes Mr. Jordan as Down to Earth with Chris Rock. That's right. Yeah, yeah, so they yeah. they remade Here Comes Mr. Jordan but gave it the name of the sequel. It was yeah. 90s? 
had to be like late nineties, maybe early two yeah. thousands. Um, and they also did one in like I guess the seventies, maybe a bit earlier with Warren Beatty called Heaven Can't Wait. Oh right, I can't even realize yeah. that was a remake of that. Yeah, there you go. <sighs> or Heaven Can Wait. Heaven Can't Wait. It's actually that's coming out on Blu-ray in a couple of months. Yeah, over in the states, I've bought it. Yeah. yeah, look forward to seeing that. Awesome. I remember seeing the Chris Rock one years ago. But yeah, that was really good. I really, really liked it. Like a drama comedy sort of, just very, just charming. Loved it. I watched a really weird one yesterday called The List of Adrian Messenger. Bizarre. I don't even know that one. I've just discovered all these really fucking weird old movies. This one is probably, I would say. Early 50s, if not late 40s. Now look, list of Adrian Messenger. Oh, it's fucking 63. There you go. Um, It's weird. It's got a huge cast in it. Tony Curtis, uh, Kirk Douglas, Robert Mitchum, Burt Lancaster, Frank Sinatra, George C. Scott, and they're all covered in makeup, like crazy makeup, like mm. prosthetic shit. Oh, shit. And the twist, the the mystery was supposed to be, oh, we don't know who these actors are in the makeup. Oh, try and figure it out. Meanwhile, their names are plastered all over the poster and in the opening credits of the movie. Oh, God. Uh, but what happens at the end is they have like the movie ends and then it goes, oh, is it really the end? And then there's all these clips of them like taking the prosthetics off. So it's like an unmasking. Oh, it's actually, it was actually Frank Sinatra the whole time. And oh, <laughs> shit, oh, so that was oh, Kirk Douglas. But the thing is, I was reading into it and they actually weren't in the movie. They had body oh, doubles really? come in and do their parts. I'm watching and I kind of, I looked on IMDb. I probably shouldn't have because I didn't realise it's supposed to be such a mystery. But I was, I was on IMDb like, which, who is playing who? And I'm going, that's not fucking, that's not Frank Sinatra. I was thinking, there's no way. Seeing that makeup is fantastic. Voice didn't sound like him, like, so good, so good. And then I find out that they were actually doubled by other actors in the actual movie. But different actors came in and did overdubs. And then this thing at the end where they're pulling the mask off, it's just fucking fake. And they all pocketed like 75 grand each to come in and just do this thing where they peel off a mask. And fucking stooged everyone into thinking, oh, shit, I was watching Frank Sinatra the whole time. But you weren't. It wasn't him. Anyway, I just thought it was so stupid. I thought it was a really stupid, stupid movie. movie Didn't like movie it. Movie magic. Yeah, I know. Didn't like it. It was really it was boring too. Other than that, it's like such a gimmick. The only one who actually played, well, actually, Kirk Douglas, he gets unmasked pretty early in the movie. Uh, but then there's still a mystery. Oh, who's the bad guy? Even though you know it's fucking Kirk Douglas. Yeah. And for the rest of that hour and a half, they're still trying to play up. Oh, who is it? <laughs> anyway, so him and um, I think was it Bert? Oh, Robert Mitchum plays the character throughout the movie as well. Yeah. But they both have two pretty predominant roles in in the movie. Whereas the rest, they just kind of wander in every now and then. Like Tony Kurt, Tony Curtis in, um, in quotation marks is like a guy that just rolls down the street with like one of those organ machines and shit. So they just kind of walk. It's such a fucking weird movie. God. Anyway, I don't usually go. Yeah, I've, I've never seen that. Yeah, I'd never heard of it until recently. Mm. Who? Who? Oh, Shock just released that on Blu-ray. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I don't usually talk about like the really old stuff that I watch, but I fa- I found some really weird things this week. <laughs> the interesting to touch on. Yeah. yeah, I wasn't a fan of it. Uh, I watched. Um, well, we had people over for my birthday over the weekend. I had a bit to drink. Didn't get drunk, 
Didn't get drunk, didn't overdo it. I was maybe a little bit tipsy. And when everyone went home, I was like, fuck, I feel like some Eddie Murphy. I just feel like watching Eddie. I don't know. I was in this mood where I was like, I want to watch any Murphy movie. So I put on The Golden Child, which is one I got on Blu-ray recently, uh, which is one that Random Space Media put out on Blu-ray. It's available in the US and the UK, uh, but Random Space Media put it out here. Wasn't as good as I remember it to be. (laughs) I don't. Oh, it's been a while since I watched it. Last time I watched it, I thought it didn't date very well. No, it was really badly dated. Mm. Um, it's like his fantasy adventure thing where he's like the chosen one. He's picked, he's plucked out of like obscurity yeah. to go over into like the Himalayas or wherever to like save the golden child from yep. all these like monsters and shit. Uh, it's like this full on serious like fantasy movie, and I don't think it was written as a comedy. But then they hired Eddie Murphy for it, and he just ad libs his way through yeah. it, and he makes he's he's very very funny in it. But the rest it just doesn't quite match up, doesn't quite. Mm. I remember watching it as a kid and really liking it, but it's one that maybe I re- wish I hadn't. Wasn't that wasn't uh, that show we watched last night? They they were, they were having a movie night on the thing. Oh and yeah, and the and the kids said, "Oh, is there any?" Eddie Murphy films yeah. haven't watched. Yeah. Then they show the next scene and they're watching Ferris Bueller. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. so weird. <laughs> Eddie Murphy wasn't in that. Yeah, yeah. That was a bit odd. Strange. It's funny you bring up Eddie Murphy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, but his stuff, oh, I love Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy's Eddie great. Murphy's stuff, but some of them yeah, some of his, just haven't done Some of his really well. early stuff. Yeah. yeah. You go back and you're like, yeah. But he's always I mean, most, most of his stuff hasn't dated well, but most of it's still really yeah, much yeah, yeah. yeah, Just exactly. good fun. Yeah. You know, like trading places. He's my favourite. Yeah, yeah. Coming to America. Coming to America and Beverly Hills and all mm. that sort of stuff. Are great yeah. films. We didn't. We didn't get around to watching any newish movies this week. No, 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 no. Because the weekend was packed. Yep. Packed We've weekend. Had a bit on. A lot on. So anyway, that's why we kind of took a deep dive into the catalogue titles this week. No newish movies at all. Um, television. The show that you were just talking about, where they were talking about Eddie Murphy. Yep. Uh, it's called Defending Jacob. Yep. Uh, me, Captain America. Yeah, Captain America's in it. Chris Evans. Well, not as Captain America. Yeah, not as Captain America. <laughs> it's not a Marvel series. No, no, no. That you've missed somehow. <laughs> uh, it's like an Apple TV Plus series. Yep. Mini series, eight episodes. Mm-hmm. We've watched six so far. Yep. Really good. Yeah, enjoyed it. Really great. Really enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah. It's, um, I don't know how old it is. I think last year maybe. We're still uh, slowly. I think it's. 2019, I think. Oh, was it? Oh, I think. Well, there you go. Still slowly working our way back through the stuff that's on Apple TV. It's great stuff. I swear, the quality of um, the quality of the Apple... Oh, no, 2020, last year. Well, there Sorry. you go. The quality of the Apple TV Plus stuff is just yeah. like the best out of all the streaming services, I think. Haven't sort of hit, really hit a bad one, have we? No, but they just... Um, don't advertise, and I hear it from no, everyone. Like yeah. I can't find shit. It's on the just service. hard to find it. Yeah. Hard to find. Hard to find shit on that. And what annoys me now is that we got the Apple TV box because that is the easiest way for us to stream everything in here. Yep. Um, you get all the streaming services on there, and then you go into the Apple TV app, and it's like combines all the streaming services into the one app. Yeah. So it makes it even harder to find the Apple TV originals. And yeah. I know there's a little thing up the top, which is like you slide across and it's the Apple TV Plus logo and it pulls up all the Apple TV Plus stuff, but it's not in any real kind of easy way yeah. to find. It's just a really weird app to kind of navigate. Because things like, um, what's it called, Netflix and stuff, like mm. it's all categorised. It's like 
Yeah. You've got all your TV show yeah, and yeah. new stuff and you've got movies yeah. and you've got different genres of mm. movies and all that sort of stuff. So it's, it's fairly easy to find. Yeah. That, but Apple TV Plus. It's just really – and I hear that from everyone. But I don't think – I think a lot of people have missed the fact that you can slide across to the Apple TV Plus section. Right. And once you go over there, it makes it a little bit easier. Yeah. But it's still just a really clunky system, I think. Yeah. And they don't advertise their shit properly. That's also a big thing. Mm. They need better people – uh, well, they need a better PR strategy, really, yeah. to try and promote their shit. The only one you really hear about is Ted Lasso. Yeah. Really. That's the only one I've seen ads for on TV, maybe. Mm. And that mm. Rose Byrne one, they advertise the shit out of that when that came um, on. That was, what's it called? That's um, um, the exercise one. Yeah, physical. Physical. Physical, right. which we haven't watched yet. That'll be next because they, they do one a week, don't they, Apple TV? Yeah. So we wait, we're just waiting for that series wait until to finish. the end and then we'll binge just it. binge it all yeah. in about a week. <laughs> Best uh, so, way to do it. So yeah, that's been good. Yeah. His kid gets uh, sort of, um, uh, what do you call it? Charged. charged. Accused of a Well, murder. he hasn't been charged yet. Yeah, he has. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he has been oh, charged. Yeah, of the course. Tri- trial yeah, he's going to the trial, of course. Yeah. yeah for murder. Yeah. Everything. So what do you reckon? Do you do it? I don't know. I'm like, it's really uh, hard like, to pick whether he did it or... It's great, too, because you've got his two parents. Uh, one is uh, Captain America, yep. Steve Rogers. Yep. Fucking... Uh, <laughs> fuck's sake. <laughs> um, God's sake, Chris Evans. Chris Evans, yeah. And then Michelle Dockery plays the mother. Yeah. And Chris Evans is on his side, is on the kid's side, whereas the mother is starting to he's, he's questioning yeah. whether maybe he, the kid did do it. So the interesting thing is you've got the two dynamics at play and then you as the viewer are kind of like, well, fuck, who do I? And, and, and Chris Evans' character is a is a public prosecutor too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right, yeah. So it's, yeah. Yeah, so you kind of think like, oh. Yeah, it's great though. Won't spoil too much, but there's like a few like little nice little twists and little some people that show up in there that you're not expecting yeah, to show up. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, it's a fun ride. It's like a really cool, like, little murder mystery sort of, like, thing. Yeah, it's good. Like it. Really enjoy it. Really like it. So next week we will have finished it and we'll deliver the verdict on what we thought of the whole show. Yeah, but you join it now. Yeah, very good. But, yeah, I can't can't pick it. I can't can't pick whether he did it or whether he didn't do it or... (laughs) Yeah. you watch and see some scenes, you think, oh, yeah, that kid's yeah. guilty. And then you look at other scenes, you think, oh, yeah. maybe it's that kid that did it. Or It's good fun. I'm enjoy- very much enjoying it. I like a good like little murder mystery thing. Yeah, and it's good to see him in something a bit different too. Yeah. And not just being Captain America. Captain America, yeah. So, yeah, it's good. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 go, really good. Go. And, he's, and the woman playing his wife's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, she's very good. I haven't, she hasn't been in a lot. We've seen her a few movies. Um, she was in... Uh, she's in a series called you'll know it. Uh, the name has escaped me. They're like aristocrats, like English aristocrats, and they live in a big mansion and shit. No idea. Uh, you'll know Downton it. Downton Abbey. Yes, Downton Abbey. <laughs> Downton Abbey. Um, I want to watch I've never, it. I've never watched it. I want to watch it. Nah, I don't know why. Not for me. I want to watch it. Not for me. I don't know why. <laughs> I was. Ta- I remember talking to Alicia about it ages ago. She doesn't like it, but she's like, I think you. That's like something you'll enjoy. I was like, yeah, probably. It's got good people in it. Like, the actors are really good. That's what's got me. Like, no, I like we her. know a couple of people that watch it and, yeah, and really, really like enjoy it. it. Ben, I think Ben. I think Ben loves it. One of my cousins. He loves it. And then it's got um, Lily James is in it, who I really like. And the main guy, I can't remember who he is, but he's in it. And he's great. And I don't know. 
I probably won't ever watch it, but no, it's something no, that no, I think no. I would probably enjoy if I watched it. I just look at it and think, oh, God, I, couldn't, <laughs> I could not do that. Let us know. Should that be our next? <laughs> oh, no. Don't put that out there. We don't oh, own any of it anyway, no, so we can't. I know, and I'm I know. not going to go buy that shit. No. Um, it's bad enough having to spend money on that other crap we just finished. <laughs> oh, awful. Yeah, we'll get to that. Um, what else am I talking about? Oh, we didn't watch much else. That was really it. We watched, uh, we've been watching, uh, well, actually, we enjoy our, like, trashy, um, like, uh, reality shows. Oh, yeah. And um, we've just um, had The Apprentices done, Big Brother's done, and now we're like, yes, finally, the reality shit's out of the way. We can actually get to watch some proper TV, spend more time watching, of course, Beauty and the Geek. Beauty and the Geek. <laughs> <laughs> It's so good. Um, oh, first time we've ever watched. I think this is like the sixth or seventh season they've done Australian one, but it's the first. I think one I might have watched this. Watched it when you were overseas, maybe. Don't know, maybe. I think I I've seen. I'm sure I've seen bits of the British one before, right? Uh, but I've never watched the Australian one because it's always on Channel Seven. Yeah. We don't traditionally watch Channel Seven. No, um, but it's on Nine now. Yeah, so that's right. all so all of a sudden we're like, oh, this will be good. <laughs> Been on for seven years. Uh, um, so yeah, it's good fun. It's, it's a bit of fun. But other than that, uh, we've been watching that, and then we've been watching um, sort of in the evening the planets. We like our documentary yeah. stuff. I love my BBC Earth stuff. Yep. This is the latest Brian Cox series from like two years back. Yeah, it's the pretty, planets. pretty cool. Yeah, just didn't know a lot of that shit that he talks about. Yeah, no, it's weird. Well, you never, how are you going to know? You don't study oh, it. Yeah. So. Well, it's funny because you'd never really – because he goes through the whole history of every planet and, like, talks about every planet in great detail, things we've learned from taking images and stuff, and it, the special effects, the gra- computer graphics are fantastic. Oh, that. yeah. Uh, like, t- transports you to the planets. So mm. Then he goes to places on Earth that resemble the planet. Yep. yep. But you never really think about, oh, they would know all this stuff about the planets. All you ever hear is like, oh, yeah, Jupiter's up there, or there's Saturn with the rings and shit. That's all you know. Yeah, yeah. And you never really even think. The history of it all, that yeah. you would That they know how that planet was created yeah. and how that planet affected the creation of this yeah. planet. Or Anyway, it's just completely fascinating. I think it's really great. And the, and the thing that fascinates, because we watched what was last night, Jupiter. Yeah. It was Jupiter and how... How influential the formation of Jupiter was in the creation of Earth. Yeah, so I mean, and you just don't think about it. No, yeah, you know, and you sort of, you know, and it's probably um, because you've got the, you know, the four closest, um, mm. what are Mercury, Venus, Venus, Earth, and Mars. Mars. They're all rocky planets, of course, and the rest are gas, mm. gaseous planets, be the big ones. Um, and it was probably, it was probably the timing of. Well, the, the conclusion was it was probably the timing of mm. the formation of Jupiter that allowed Earth to form yeah. the way it did. Yeah. Six and a, what was it, three and a half? Three billion, and a half billion years ago, years something like that, yeah. Four, four billion, billion years. Something like that. Crazy stuff. Yeah, but it's uh, it's good. I really like Brian Cox. I've watched, I think, all of his series, bar maybe one. Uh, and I just love how he explains it to you like you're a child. <laughs> oh, yeah, I need that. <laughs> so he, I need that. He sits there and he's like, Pulls out a bunch of rocks. He's like, now imagine these rocks <laughs> are right. the planets. And imagine these rocks here is the, the asteroid belt. <laughs> like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love it. But he does it. It's not like in a condescending way. No. They just know. Just like, real simple terms. You have to really like just 
and it's a good just visual explanation. Here's a bunch of rocks. These are the planets. Yeah. And it's, I just love it. I'm like, oh, yeah, great. Yeah. And that's what I like about his stuff is just very, like, he knows that what he's talking about is just fucking... Way over the top. Yeah, of, of everyone. Of yeah. Little heads. Um, so it's great. Really good. I picked that one up at the JB Hi-Fi sale. I've been waiting for it to come down in price for, like, two years on Blu-ray because the BBC stuff used to be quite cheap on Blu-ray. It would always be like in a two for twenty dollar deal or something, but the distribution has gone to um, uh, Universal Sony now, and the BBC stuff is just always really expensive and never goes on sale. Yeah. So when it was like part of the buy two get one free plus thirty five percent off, I was like, I'll grab that. Grab it. And there's yeah. another series that I grabbed too, called Serengeti. Oh yeah, which yeah. is narrated by John Boyega. Oh, is it? Yeah, be interesting to have oh. a look at. So I've got I'm up to date on my BBC stuff now, <laughs> and also I got you got uh, a bit of it. Oh, got so much! <laughs> I've got like all of it that's available on DVD and Blu-ray. Yeah. Anyway, so much of it, um, and I'm I'm definitely up to date now because uh, uh, Kicks.com.au sent me a Perfect Planet on 4K recently. Oh, did they? Yeah. Oh, nice. Let's check that one out next. 4K and the big new 4K tally which yeah, arrived. Exactly. Yeah. So there you go. I'm really enjoying that. Yeah, me too. I think a couple of episodes left. We watched three. Uh, yeah, something like that. Somebody was still going, what about the next plot? Next one will be, will it Saturn? It has know. to be Saturn. Probably, yeah. That'll be interesting to mm. see how that formed and why it has the rings and all that sort of yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah. That will be interesting. I think the rings are asteroids, are they not? Or am I wrong? Well, they're not hemorrhoids. I don't know what they <laughs> <God> are. <sake. laughs> I think I think the rings are just like, I think it's just like a belt of asteroids. I could be fucking completely wrong. Yeah, I'm not we'll sure. We'll find out this week and report back. It's probably probably what it is. Yeah, there you go. Um, awesome. Yes, that's good. I, what I like about them too, these like BBC things, there's like a really sleepy show. And if you put on really late, just put like you kind of go to sleep a little bit. The music's nice. Yeah. And they're talking to you really nice. And uh, it makes you think too. It's like uh, just like you get very philosophical in your own head. Like mm. very some so insignificant. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, yeah it's fun. <laughs> I said the other night, like, the, you know, the, the earth's been around for – what billions of years, yeah. three and a half billion or four mm. and a half billion, whatever it was, and they reckon they reckon it's dying. Yeah, we did in another seventy-five million years or something. Yeah, we might be. Yeah, <laughs> and you just realise how insignificant you actually yeah. are when you sort of hear those figures, and and you think for the you know sixty to hundred years that we're on this planet, yeah. most of us are on this planet. Yeah, it's a blink of an eye. Then what gets me? What gets me every time is like oh. There are this many billion stars in our galaxy. And then there's another galaxy. And then there's like billions of galaxies with billions of stars yeah. inside the galaxy. And then you just kind of like, oh, I'm so fucking insignificant. I'm like and a every, piece of. And like, every star has their own planet circulating yeah. around you. No. There has to be another. Oh, I have no doubt in my mind. I'm not a theoretical physicist. I'm not any kind of scientist or any of that bullshit. There's fucking life out there. Oh, yeah. Like, this is turning a conspiracy show now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can't say that, that like, even um, like Mars, for argument's mm. sake, that was once covered in water. Well, yeah. Well, so there's still like ice there. You so. can't tell me there's, there wasn't life of some form, whether it be yeah. plant life or. Yeah. Well, what he Whatever. said at the end of the episode yesterday, he's like, oh, in our life, because they're talking about like going to Mars and stuff, and um, in our lifetime, there will be Martians and it will be us. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. like, yeah, we're the ones who's yeah. going to go to the other planet. Exactly right. Like, you know, crazy. Anyway. I want, I want, I want, I want, I want um, a pregnant woman to go up and have 
give birth on Mars. Oh, yeah. Then you'll really have a Martian. Yeah, oh, yeah. Ooh, how good would that Bring be? Bring it back. Yeah, where were you born? Cool. Oh, Mars. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that explains the tentacles. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, anyway, we've gone uh, too... Yeah, it's getting a bit too out of hand now. Too deep into the, into the planetary stuff. <laughs> Just a bit... Hey, I'm gonna. I did say last week that it was the last time we'd ever play this, but we're we're gonna have to. Ready for it? What's the Deadwood update? Deadwood update. Yes. Woo-hoo! We're, we're watch, back. We want. We're starting again. <laughs> no, we're not. Fuck no no way. way. No way. Fucking hell. You won't get me to do that again. No. Oh my god. There's a bit of business to get to. Yes, there is. Well, firstly, let's talk about how's life without Deadwood. We've had no Deadwood for a week. <sighs> My God, it's not like we don't get to Tuesday and go, oh, yeah. shit, it's Tuesday, it's Deadwood Tuesday. Did you get to Tuesday and think, oh, no Deadwood, or did you just not I think just about didn't it? even think about it. <laughs> it was, wasn't even on my radar. Whereas every other week it's like Tuesday and I'm thinking, oh, shit, we're going to do Deadwood tonight. Here we go. Hope this is going to be a good one. And then inevitably it was crap. Yeah. I, the, I was thinking today, I was like, I did not think of Deadwood once. Outside of like maybe editing the podcast or putting up a little couple of clips of the podcast, Ugh. I did not. Deadwood did not cross my mind last nah, week until nah, today. I was like, all. "Oh yeah, that thing exists." Yeah. So it's been a very nice fucking freeing week, and we are we are purging the house of the Deadwood DVDs as well. We announced last week that we're getting rid of Deadwood seasons one to three, the DVDs. At our cost, we're sending them out to one very unlucky listener out there. I pulled. I think I paid just about full fare for them. I reckon me. you would have back in the day. Yeah. yeah. Well, this first season's in like a proper like fold out special edition box set kind of thing yeah. that they used to do that they don't do anymore. Really gorgeous box set. Like I'd, I'd love to keep it if it was a great show. Yeah. But I'm getting rid of it. Really beautiful box set. We had um, very few people enter the competition, but we had enough. But we had to enough make, to make it a competition. To make it a competition. So obviously, there's a lot of very smart people out there who didn't want to win Deadwood, <laughs> and oh, then we got a couple yeah. of people who uh, maybe they just didn't want to give you, you their phone number. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so we asked we asked for people to write in with their just their name and their phone number, and we said we'd call the winner on, on the, the podcast. Show, on the podcast. Oh gosh, this, oh. this is going to be this is going to be tragic. Okay, so you've got so you the can, hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you want to shake him around? Let's get a little down, up and down. There we go. All right, so the Deadwood thing. I'm going to reach in. I'm going to reach out for one lucky winner, and it is right here. Okay. I want to t- oh, I've got both of them. <laughs> Go again. Yeah, two of them, yeah. Yeah. Go again. I grabbed two by accident. All right, so let's see. There's quite a few in here. Well, not quite a few. There's a couple. There's a few. That one there. All okay, there. let's have a look at this one here. Okay, and the winner, I've got to try and – I'll do it under here, so just in case the number comes up. Oh, right. So – Oh, it's a patron as well. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, there you go. So how good's that? Uh, it is James. Oh, the James. James. Yes, our yes. patron James. Um, we were talking to him before because he turned up to one of our live streams before, actually. So uh, let's give him a call, hey? Let's see if we can get him on, on the line and have a chat. Yep, okay. So we we'll find out why he wants this shit. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> okay, so we're going to call. He might just say, ah, oh, because it's free shit. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be the only logical way. Yeah. Reason, I should say. James occasionally writes in with like news and stuff. Yeah. Like last week we actually spoke about him too. So we're going to hopefully. Is it going through the board? It or? should be going through the board. Just check and make sure. I'm just going to double check because every time we do this, it's like a fucking disaster. <laughs> Bluetooth on. It's connected to the roadcaster. All right, let's give it a, let's give it a go. 
podcaster. There we go. Okay. Says it's calling. Says it's calling. I don't know what's going on. Oh, I've got a mute. That'll do it. Right, let's try that again. I hung up. Before <laughs> <laughs> I had a chance to answer. What, to what is this? Oh, there, there we, we go. go. There we go. There we go. Hello, is this James? Yeah. Hi, this is uh, Dave Lee from the Dave Lee Down Under podcast. And old man Rick. Oh, hey. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> Brad, how are you? I, for- I totally forgot about this. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're the winner of the Deadwood competition. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry if I blew your eardrums out. You've won, you've won the three seasons of Deadwood. How does it feel? I'm extremely honoured, obviously. Um, yeah. I can't wait to drudge through them. Oh, I can't, I can't wait for it either. Hey, we were wondering um, mm-hmm. why. We asked last week, we said send in, send in, the, de- send in the details into the competition. We, we, we asked, why do you want it? Why do you want Deadwood? Let us know. Well, I think there's this big enigma surrounding it now, now that I've... <laughs> <laughs> when you guys watch it over the past couple of weeks, this past month. So um, I'm, I'm just curious to see what it's all about now. And see how bad it is, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. You are now the winner of the three seasons of Deadwood. But it's not all bad. As we've said, so, it's not yeah. all bad. For, I thought the first yep. season was actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. And then it mm. just turned mm-hmm. to shit. <laughs> yeah, and we are just saying you, um, the, the version of the first season that we're going to give you, it's a very special out-of-print Digipack edition of it. Oh, it's cool. It's stunning. And I would keep it if it weren't such a shit program. Uh, <laughs> so you are getting all three seasons of Deadwood, not the movie, so you'll have to tr- track the movie down for yourself if you end up walking through okay. it. Um, but we will send it out. I will get in touch with you and we will uh, uh, sort all that shit out. And you are the uh, you are the first winner of the day of any daily down under podcast competition. There you go. Well, I'm extremely honoured to have that title. There you go. As we said, we, we we probably pay. I probably paid full fare for them too when yeah, they came out. So when they first come out, there you go. So I hope I hope you I hope you uh, enjoy them, but don't enjoy. Them. Yeah, <laughs> if you know what I'm saying. Treasure them. We'll we'll get back in touch with you in a few weeks' time and see what your what your progress is. Yeah, it might it might take me 16 years to watch it all. Day. All right, we'll get in touch then in season season 18 of the podcast. Right, yeah. You'd be you, you be my age by the time you finish. Exactly. <laughs> well, thank you so much for entering the competition. Once again, congratulations. And uh, Thanks for selecting me. I'm, I'm very, very surprised about that. Well, well, it, was, it was just a random draw. Put all the names in the hat and just pulled a random, random and you're, yeah. the, you're the one, mate. There you go. All right, enjoy them. I'll, we'll get in touch. you got to get his okay, address cool. and everything, don't you? That's what I mean. I've got to get in touch and I'll get the info <laughs> and we'll send it once we are out of lockdown here in Melbourne. Righto, thanks again for entering and congratulations. Thank you. Thanks, bud. Take it easy. Well, there you go. Very gracious winner of the Deadwood competition right there. Yeah. It's a bit of fun. He just wants to see how bad it is. <laughs> yeah. And that's fair enough. Yeah, I'm pretty sure most people who entered probably uh, had the same. I would have I would have, I would have accepted, well, it's just free shit. Free shit, yeah, exactly <laughs> right. Free shit's always good. There you go. Um, so yeah, we, so we will, we'll get in touch with him, Yeah, get it to him and um, and um, 
get in touch with him in a few weeks' time and see if he's watched any, or yeah. get him get him to get him to um, keep us up to date as to how he's going. Yeah. Well, there you go. Awesome. And we can keep giving Deadwood updates. Yeah, oh no, no more. I can't think about this program anymore. Uh, We're going to get onto something, something else, and we kind of want to keep the theme of a program that has just taken us so long to get through. There's a few for whatever reason. It could be a great show, could be a bad one, could be whatever. That's just taken us forever to get through. Uh, we've had a few suggestions. Uh, we had Blake. Well, we've had three kind of leading suggestions recently, um, and we had Blake write in, uh, who's a patron, long time listener, long time follower. He's always writing in the show. He wrote in and he suggested we could do Mad Men Mondays. Yep. We could do Weeds Whacking Wednesdays. <laughs> cool. <laughs> uh, we could do. Just a Fridays. Just a Fridays is good. Yeah, there you go. I like Just that. Just a Fridays. Don't know if I could commit to a program on a Friday night, though. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Maybe. Well, you're sitting eating your fish and chips or. I suppose. Whatever you're having for dinner. Yeah. So uh, I think the leading ones at the moment is probably Mad, Man, Mad, Mad Men. Mad Men Mondays. Mad Men Mondays. Or I, like, I really want to see Justified. Can, so you, I don't know. Can, can you do another Timothy Elephant one straight after? Yeah, I don't know. Straight after that piece I of. I don't crap. know. <laughs> Not that he's bad. No, he's great. He's all, he's usually very good. Mm. So I think the leading one is Mad Men. And we're gonna have to start it start it next week. We'll have to yeah. Start it next week. Well, once we get the planets out of the way, that'll free up the evenings. Yeah, it's true. So, well, yeah, next week from when this podcast has gone out, next week we'll start it. Right. Okay. Yeah. 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 So yeah, we yeah, couple yeah, of shows right. next week. We won't have any update. We'll just uh, let's just purge the purge the timeline for a bit, as they say. <sighs> Don't have to think about that anymore. Yeah. Once once we've packaged that up and sent it off to Yeah. To um James. James. It's gone. It's gone. Get out of the house. It's out. I'm gonna play it one final time. There you go. Your uncle will love that. Why is that? The whip. The whip. Oh yeah. I have an <laughs> uncle who loves his whip. Sure. He's got a whip. Proper Indiana Jones one. Yep. Um Television-wise, still, talking about still TV that we've been watching, this is a very big one that I thought we'd spend like a little bit more than normal talking about because it's very exciting. Mm-hmm. And I'm wearing the T-shirt, if you can see it out there. I usually don't wear black T-shirts on the podcast because I end up blending in with the background. If you can see it out there, there we go. Uh, but I had to. bought this recently from JB Hi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> it's my Loki T-shirt. It's got the TVA logo and inside all the logos, the characters. So I've got Owen Wilson and um, and, and Loki. Tom Hiddleston, Tom Hiddleston <laughs> yeah, <laughs> on my T-shirt. Uh, very cool. So, yeah, Loki, episode six, yeah. the finale. Um, and you almost got ripped off with the T-shirt, didn't you? Oh, yeah, I did. <laughs> we did get ripped off, but... Well, no, I went in there, we paid full price for them. And then the, like, following, the day. following day they went down by 20% <laughs> yeah. or 30%. Was it 30% off? Uh, yes. 30% I, off I T-shirts, remember. yeah. So I went back and was like, can I get a refund, please? Because they have a policy, don't yeah. they? If you JB. buy something within 14 days or something? Or yeah, it's usually something like within like a week or a couple of weeks, they usually they will usually give you a refund if you've bought something that's dropped in price. Yeah. So like if you buy something at full price during the week and then on the Wednesday night – like you about say you buy a new release movie. Well, you bought that on a Sunday, and then, well, you, the, then on the Monday yeah. it dropped in price. Yeah, yeah. So like if you like for yeah for another example would be like if you go in on Monday and you buy a brand new release movie on Blu-ray, and then they do a twenty percent off sale on yeah. Wednesday night. 
you can yep. go in and they will usually... We've done that a few times. Yeah. Yeah. We've <laughs> we're inev- inevitable you met whether we buy. Yeah, I know. So, well, so that's kind of why we also tend to not buy many discs unless they're on special anymore because yeah. the specials are so often. Um, but, yeah, so I got two T-shirts. I returned them both for a refund and with the refund bought another T-shirt. <laughs> so there you go. So the money went straight back to them anyway. Um, so, yeah, hey... We're talking about the series Loki. It finished. We're going to get into spoilers here. So if you haven't watched it, like it's all over Twitter, it's all over the internet at the moment. I'm sure like you, uh, we're going to talk spoilers. So if you look down the bottom, if you don't want to know anything, if you look down the bottom, like the text, the description, there'll be a time code. You can just skip this whole discussion if you like. Because uh, we're going to talk, we're going to dive into it. Give him a little bit of time to get out. Do, 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 do. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Up. See you later. <laughs> All right. You can come back later. All right. So we're talking about Loki. What? Okay. Your. I want to know your thoughts of the final episode. Uh, it was a little confusing. Okay. I thought mm. it was a little bit sort of over the place and didn't really wind things up properly for me. Mm. I enjoyed it, but. Mm. I need to go back and watch it again. I think you were drifting in and out. I was drifting. I was drifting yeah, in and out. But that doesn't didn't help. really feel that I sort of concluded that that series or not. I didn't because the yeah, revelation well, yeah. was season two, but it's it's leading into the movies, the next slate right. of films, more so than I think season two. I've seen a lot of complaints about it. People like a lot of people complaining. A couple of people that I'm um, good friends with chats and stuff complaining that it didn't give them the finality that they no, wanted. That, it didn't that's give how them. I feel. But see, <clears throat> what I think is that we've been viewing these Marvel shows so far as very finite, limited series yeah. where you have a beginning, a middle, and, the end, and an end. Yeah. Whereas Loki, we've now been dumped into what is the first ongoing Marvel series. Right. That's not going to give you a finality Right, because it's gonna, it's either gonna lead into the next slate of films, or it's gonna lead into a second season. If you think about any other normal season of show, it's always gonna end on a cliffhanger. Yeah, but it also gives you some sort of rounding up as well. Well, it does. Whereas yeah, this so it didn't ties really up some, do that. Hmm, I don't know. I think it did. I think it answered quite a bit of questions. I think more so than anything, it has. It exists to open up into the next. Uh, the next movies that we're getting very soon. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, look, I enjoyed the I enjoyed the whole series. <clears throat> Excuse me. I enjoyed the whole series, but for me, I like to see some some rounding off of, of mm. that of that of yeah. that series. Now, see, we've had... even if there is a cliffhanger hanger yeah, for yeah. the next one, I, I want some sort of <clears throat> rounding up because it didn't really. <clears throat> there was there was some sort of rounding up. Of part of the storyline, yeah. but not really. If you know what I mean. Yeah, I get it. Really- but I still think that. I think my I think the biggest thing for me is that maybe. What are you doing? Playing around with your phone. Yeah, I just just had a message come through, and it's going through the board still. <laughs> anyway, unpair that. Yes, do that. Um, I was going to say you've got lost my train of thought now. I think this is just such an unprecedented form of storytelling now that we are we're intertwining television series with films. Yeah. 
I'll let you finish yep. your message. No, 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 you're right. <laughs> it was just it was just reading what you were saying, but it was saying really? it was saying some real odd stuff about pancakes and what? I'm thinking, what oh, I've just wiped, just wiped uh, it off now. Anyway, um, so this is obviously okay. So what's happened in this final episode? I wait so you can process it properly. Yeah, yeah, you're that's done? okay. Right. It was um pretty important message that one. Right. So anyway, we've had to reveal of the big the big bad of the series. Mm. Kang the Conqueror yeah. is his name. He's played by Jonathan Majors. That's Kang. I've got a picture of Kang right there. That's him from the comics. So this guy is going to be like our next Thanos of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Mm. So, and they've introduced him in Loki, right? Yep. So Kang, according to Marvel.com, uh, he is the master of time. He's had many names across the time stream, including the master of time, Iron Lad, Rama Tut. Scarlet, Scarlet Centurion, but only one dominates them all, Kang the Conqueror. He's a time-travelling despot and he's aptly, aptly named uh, because he uses all his resources and technology from the future to rule as many universes as possible while there's still time. On his endless journey to become the ruler of all universes, Kang the Conqueror has secured his spot as the Avengers and Fantastic Four's most dominant foe, tyrannical time-traveller with trans-temporal tech this chronologically mis- misplaced menace threatens to unravel the time stream, if not reality itself. Mm. So they've introduced Kang the Conqueror as a way to open the multiverse. So now the multiverse is wide open in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yep. We've been talking about the multiverse for ages. We know Spider-Man's going to explore the mm-hmm. multiverse. You're going to have Toby and Andrew Garfield and all the Spider-Men are going to come through. Um, of course, Doctor Strange yep. in the Multiverse of Madness is the next Doctor Strange. Yep. Uh, we've got um, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Mania, which is obviously going to be going into quantum realms and the time streams and all that shit. Um, and Kang the Conqueror was announced a long time ago to be the villain of that film right. with Jonathan Majors in the role. But the big surprise now was that they have revealed the character earlier and quite possibly he's going to be going... Th- he will be in the next slate of movies, maybe. Who knows? Could be in Spider-Man, could be in whatever. So you're going to have him as like this, like the Thanos of yeah, the yeah, first yeah. couple of the yeah, phases, yeah. I think. Interesting. Um, Interesting to have a new character. Well, you're going to have to. Yeah. You have to have a new big yeah, exactly. bad of the series. Exactly right. So I think this Loki really exists now to open up the possibilities of what's going to happen in the next bunch of movies. Uh, there's already a rumour now that... Tom Hiddleston is going to be in Doctor Strange 2, Multiverse of Madness. Mm. Um, So what I'm thinking is that the second season of Loki doesn't necessarily need to pick up exactly where, because a lot of people are complaining I didn't get my conclusion, now I'm going to have to wait like two years for another season to get a conclusion. But I feel like because this is such an unprecedented thing that Marvel are doing is that it doesn't necessarily mean that season two will have to start off where season one leaves off. Season one could lead into a bunch of movies mm. and then they then lead into season two. So you spin into a movie and then you spin out of a movie like four films so, down So sort of line. what they did with the Avengers, was it the Avengers, where they had the, not the, the, the series and mm. they would sort of... Yeah, a bit different in, in between In between movies yeah, and film gaps and stuff. That's all yeah. non-canon now. They wiped it and said that doesn't count no, anymore. But sort I of, can't keep up. well, sort of like, sort of, because that first season of Agents of Shield kind of went in between the movies. It tried to like 
fill those gaps in between the films. Yeah, that's right. Where you'd see how the movies would affect the series. But what I mean now is like you are you have this series, it's leading directly into a movie and then your second series will lead out of a movie that's come like yeah, three down yeah. the line. So this movie will affect, the series will affect what's going to happen in this next state of films and then those films will then affect what happens in Loki season two. So you could have Loki in season one and then he might appear in Doctor Strange, might appear in Spider-Man and then you'll have Loki season two which spins out of the back of Spider-Man or something oh, like that. Hell. That's how I feel they're going to have to do it. That's like... Because you can't have like half of this story, they have a bunch of movies, and two years down the line, you have the second half of that story. Yeah. Because the way that Marvel it does their storytelling is so chronological that you need to watch it all as like a piece yep. like this. Mm. Apart from the anomalies, which is like Black cool. Widow, which is a prequel or something. Don't, I wouldn't fancy having to sort of map all that out. Man, I'm sure they're having a blast. Someone like Tom Hiddleston's going to be work for years. Well, he did an interview, he's like, I will play Loki for the rest of my life. He's like, I'm happy to Bloody just play hell. this character forever. Well, no, he's probably yeah, exactly. getting paid a bomb <laughs> yeah, to do exactly. it. Why would you bother? I'm sure Chris, Heaven, uh, Chris uh, Hemsworth said the same about Thor. Yeah. He's like the only original. Well, you've got Jeremy Renner still doing the Hawkeye thing. Um, but Chris Hemsworth's yeah. like, yeah, I'll do this forever. And he was ready to go. Oh, why not? They're great characters. Yeah, he was ready to go after um, Endgame, Infinity War, but because Taika completely re- you know, um, reinvigorated the Thor franchise with Ragnarok. He's like, fuck it, I'll do more. I'll do heaps more. So I think it's going to be interesting. I don't know. I see both sides. I think it was a really great series. And I think maybe someone more like myself who's like really interested in like all the movies and just like seeing how everything connects and stuff. Yeah. Um, I loved it. I thought it was great. I understand it's very ex- exposition heavy. It was very yeah. talky, very much just like, oh, this is whatever. You know, like, whatever. Um, but, and then I do understand the other side, which is like I would have preferred something that's a bit more finite. I would have preferred things to be wrapped up. I don't need it to lead into mm, other shit. Mm. I don't know. But see, someone like you who, you know, you've read a lot of the mm. comics and stuff yeah. and – and know the canon and all that yeah. sort of stuff. Um, you know, I sort of get that. I'm, and you know what's going on. Yeah. But someone like me, I'm not interested yeah. in what reading all that crap yeah. and all that sort of shit. See, I haven't read. I'd a like l- to see a bit of a conclusion to a series. Mm. Yeah, see, but that's in so, some regard. No, I get, I get it, I get it. If you're looking at it as like a series itself, I agree. It probably doesn't work narratively. Yeah. But I think in the whole grand of it, scheme of everything. Um, I, just, I don't know. I love what they're doing. It's such an unprecedented new way of storytelling. It's yeah. just never been done before. And I'm just, I try, put up my full trust in Marvel and Kevin Feige to just know what they're doing. Probably, you know, in years to come, it'll be like, it'll be like the, uh, was the Scar- that Scarlet Witch and yeah, yeah. Vision, WandaVision. Yeah. WandaVision. Um, whereas the, the first three or four episodes for me, just I just couldn't. Yeah. But at the end of it, you'd look back and think, oh, okay, I understand why they did it, you've got, the way, what they did. You did know? you understand what was going on with Kang, where he was like explaining everything? Sort of, yeah. So he is, the, the Kang that we get in this series is a variant right? Yeah. of another Kang. Right. And he comes from the future and he has seen what his variants are capable of. Okay. So he's come from one timeline and into another timeline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's seen that there are uh, pleasant Kangs, but there are also incredibly evil Kangs. Right. So that was the ultimatum he gave to Loki and Sylvie was, 
you can be in control of everything if you keep me alive because I'm one of the more peaceful Kangs. I'm, I will let you do this. But if you kill me, you're going to release all the other ones. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of fucking evil ones out there. Mm. And then, of course, they fucking killed him. And it's just the whole timeline's fucked. All right. these multiverses have come spitting out and we're going to get... And at the very end of the show, Loki goes back to his timeline, but there's like... It does like the Planet of the Apes reveal. You know how he looks up, he sees, oh, shit, there's the um, Statue of Liberty. I've been on Earth this whole time. Yeah. He goes back and there's a big statue of Kang there. So it's completely changed yeah, like, yeah. the timeline. So that's obviously then going to lead into Spider-Man, which is going to open up all these multiverses. Going to, Doctor Strange, this is his problem now. He's going to have to deal with having to fucking close all these multiverses now. <laughs> that's been the rumour oh for a God, while yeah. that the movie wasn't going to be about, you know, the movie was going to be about Strange having to deal with closing all these multiverses. Right. So that's obviously what leads into that. Mm, I don't know. I mm. just think it's such a fascinating thing. Like, we'll look back 10, 20 years' time and go, that's like, oh, that's the first time they ever did, like, did that, yeah, yeah. like, TV movies. Let's just hope DC doesn't start doing shit like that. Well, can't, well they kind of have, well, I, I, they have, sort of, they did, because they've got their Arrowverse, the Arrowverse of series on TV, like no, Arrow yeah, yeah, and yeah, Supergirl yeah, yeah, and all that right. shit. And then you've got the DC movies, which are separate. And then there's even in the DC movies, there's different timelines. So, like, Joker was just completely removed from everything mm-hmm. else. They kind of did, like, a crossover series on the Arrow shows where the Flash from the Arrowverse met up with the Flash from the Justice League movies and sort of had, like, a little multiverse thing going on there. Oh, okay, yeah. But on this grand scale, I... Like, no, no, no. But I mean, like, Kevin Feige said the whole time that these series are going to be very important to see... Going into the future of these of the of okay. the movies, um, and until now, got to trust in him. Until now, we haven't really seen it. Like they've very much stood alone. Obviously, One yeah. Division was very much its own thing. Even Captain uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier was its own thing. But of course, that shows you how Falcon becomes or Sam Wilson becomes Captain America. Yeah. So that'll then lead into the next movies. Okay. I think Loki. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the first time we're seeing like these huge ramifications to the grander franchise, I think. What's that? Someone's calling me. Hang up. No caller ID. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't answer them. No. Um, so, so, yeah, I don't know. I'm very excited to see what's going to happen next in the franchise. Well, the next thing we're getting actually is that What If series. Which is like all the alternate versions of, oh, what if Captain, oh, yeah, you know, right. what if Peggy Carter was Captain Carter? Yep. And I feel like it's come at like this perfect time because I, I think it's going to explore that multiverse now. It's going to show these, uh, Loki has opened up the multiverse and now we get all these alternate it's multiverse. It's going to do my head in. I think, it's a, I think it'll be easy. I think it's easy. God, it'll be easy to, to follow. Up with it all. Nah, nah, it'll be easy. They, they ain't, they're not aiming. Their main audience is not like comic diehards. Mm. Their main audience is a general audience and they were always key everything. But for someone like myself who's read the stuff and understands it all, I know where they're going. I'm like, fuck, these are all the possibilities. This is where, what's happening. Yeah. But I think they will, they, will, they will be catering for a more general audience. And I think it will be all laid out for you very easily. Well, it will have to be. Because, yeah. you know, people like me who's not into the canon and all that sort of yeah. stuff. 
But there's going to we'll be need all, we'll need that to be fair. There's also going to be a lot of people out there who aren't watching the shows yeah, or who true. don't watch every single movie. Yeah. So there's going to have to be a very there's going to be a way for them to just very simply have to tell the story and almost sort of have them as a standalone. Yeah. Sort of series, yeah. So for this outlook, it's like you've gone, okay, Loki has very much opened up the possibilities for what's going to happen with the franchise going forward. But at the same time, you go into Doctor Strange without knowing what happens in Loki, it's probably going to be confusing. Yeah. You're going to have to do some sort of, I don't know, something. Mm. But sort of like if you look at the beginning of Loki, they gave you all those like recaps of the movies that led yeah, up to it. Yeah, that's right. Where he was like watching his life yeah. play out. Because so, we, we sort of went back and – was it that we went back and – Oh no! It wasn't that we went back and looked at some some previous stuff. Oh just no! Just sort of keep up. Well, yeah, because they do the the Disney Plus will have like the that's called Avengers a something, sort of. and it's like a little two or three minute recap of the character. Yeah. yeah. But in the series itself, remember when he first goes to the TVA with Owen Wilson? Yeah. Owen Wilson plays him clips of his line. That's back. right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because right. this is because this is the Loki. That was the recap. Yeah. Yeah. Because this is the Loki that is from. The from the Avengers 2012 timeline because remember Loki he travels through and then he dies at the hands of Thanos gets his neck, sna- neck snapped mm-hmm. and then the Avengers travel back in time and then drop the Tesseract and the Loki 2012 version yeah, that's steals right. the Tesseract yeah, yeah. so when he goes to the TVA Owen Wilson's like well this is what actually was supposed to happen in your life and yeah, all those clips that's right yeah so there you go anyway it's interesting yeah. Just hope I can keep up with it all. I'm sure you will. <laughs> I'm sure it'll be fine. I'll be here. If not, you can explain I'll be here to, to guide you along, along the way. <laughs> so Thor, Love and Thunder is one of the next sort of ones. Well, we've got uh, next up is uh, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings and then we've got the Eternals. And then I think it's either – oh, no, and then we've got Spider-Man at the end of the year. And then I think it's either – Doctor Strange or Thor? I think Thor is next. I'm not too sure about the ordering there. But someone was speaking to Tyke, I think it was Empire Magazine, about Thor Love and Thunder. It was like, tell us about it. Tell us something. And Tyke said, well, between me and you and the readers, I've done some <laughs> crazy shit in my life. I've lived like 10 lifetimes, but it's the craziest film I've ever done. If you wrote down all the elements of this film, it shouldn't make sense. It's almost like it shouldn't be made. If you walked into a room and said, I want this and this and this, Who's in it? These people. Who are you gonna? What are you? What are you gonna call it? Love and Thunder. I mean, you'd never work again. Maybe I won't after this. It's a very different store uh, story than Thor Ragnarok. There'll be far more emotion in this film, and a lot more love, and a lot more thunder, <laughs> and a lot more Thor. If you've seen the photos, <laughs> oh god. <laughs> so that sounds really good. I'm very excited to see where we're going in the future. Yeah, no, it'll be good. No, it will be good. I'll enjoy it. Yeah, I'm not. I don't. Know how much? Because the next two ones, as I said, Shang Chi and um, the Eternals. I don't know how much a Shang Chi in particular is going to focus on the multiverse stuff. I feel like that might be like a more of a prequel thing, maybe set a little bit earlier, right. like what I did with Captain America. Yeah, uh, sorry, Captain Marvel set yep. it in the nineties. Feel like they might do something similar with that. Even Doctor Strange kind of took place a little bit further in the timeline. Yeah, um, I feel like they might do that, but the Eternals. You've got these characters who have been watching Earth for billions of years and have decided that now is the time that they need to intervene. 
So I feel like, yeah, I feel like they've seen, oh, fuck, look what's happened with the multiverse. It's gone wide open. We need to get down there. Mm. So I feel like maybe it'll affect that, which isn't something I've really heard much talk about. But anyway, so it's going to be interesting to see what happens next uh, with the MCU. I'm very excited. Many great possibilities. Just just back on um, Loki, the Loki series, one thing that did my head was you had Loki kissing Loki. Oh, yeah, that was a bit strange. Loki kissing the female version of Loki. Yeah. A bit, a, bit, a, bit, a bit weird. That's Loki, though, I suppose. If there's yeah. one character that you think is going to be doing that, it's him. <laughs> really? Yeah, I found that a bit odd. Yeah. A lot of people were really annoyed with it. A lot of people were really annoyed with that, with the kiss, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. For various reasons, but yeah. yeah. well, exactly. Right. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. No, quite funny. Even, mm. I, even I was a bit like, oh, they actually went, they actually went there and they done that. <laughs> yeah, exactly very strange, right. very funny. But unsurprising with that character. Yeah, but I'm looking for. I'm really looking forward to the Thor. Yeah, Love, love and Thunder. thunder. Anything good. Taika touches, I love. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be good. Right back to his early stuff, right through to mm. He's Yeah, he's terrific, isn't he? He's super. Yeah. He is super. Um, brief, i got to briefly touch about, talk about my partners on the channel here. Of course, Random Space Media putting together fantastic Blu-ray DVD yep. packaging uh, releases with Universal Sony Pictures, Home Entertainment, and a bunch of other distributors, including Disney. Um, they have just released, I keep saying this, but French Exit, their Blu-ray French Exit has just come out this week. Uh, so you're going to head over to randomspacemedia.com and pick that one up. Of course, one of their newest, their next ones that's coming out is Jumanji Next Level in 3D, which is the first time it's issued in 3D anywhere in the world. And they've just announced a combo pack of Monsters, Inc. and Monsters University, which has, of course, been done with Disney. So you can head over to randomspacemedia.com and pick them up. Kicks.com.au, of course, teamed up with them once again as well. Uh, you can head over there and use Dave15 at checkout for 15% off awesome. their incredible range of Blu-rays and DVDs. And, and all that's that not an shit. affiliate code either. Neither of that. No, that's no. not an affiliate code. I get nothing out of it. I just, you know, helping these smaller... Um, distributors sort of get their stuff out there, yeah. just trying to get as much Keep of a spotlight alive. as possible. Yeah, um, Keep physical media alive. Exactly right. So that uh, that code can be used store wide pre orders, sale product, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Mm. Yeah. Uh, do you want to play? Oh, just before we go on to there, I yeah. was going to mention. I was going to mention. I heard this morning. Um, um, what's it called? Um, Clarkson and Marion oh, yeah. and, and Hammond. Hammond. Um, there's a new, a new what's it called? What's that show they do? Grand Tour. Grand Tour. I've got to keep going to call it <laughs> Top Gear. Top Gear. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's a new Grand Tour. I think it's oh, late, yeah. later this month. I think. It's yeah. A, it's, a, it's a lockdown special. Lockdown. So I'm looking forward to. So seeing what are they going to do? Drive around in? Who lockdown? knows? <laughs> Who knows what they're going to do? Interesting. But yeah. So everything they they do is pretty interesting. Mm. If you're into that sort of shit. Yeah. So yeah, stick it on. Check that. it out. I've got to check out Clarkson's Farm still. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> fucking weirdo Yeah he's funny <laughs> He's wants to do a second season apparently People have loved it Oh really? Yeah I think it was the I think it was that It was like the number one debut on Amazon ever Or something like that Apparently huge Like does, fucking massive Doesn't surprise me No me either Massive Doesn't surprise me So uh, yeah he wants to do a second season Anyway so That'll be good I like the Grand Tour It's got to be better than That fucking Richard Hammond show Where he was on the island Oh, building, yeah. I can't no, even remember was, what it was called. Awful. Watched two episodes of it. It was like, that's dreadful. It was hard to watch. Yeah. Hey, let's play a game of shite 
Or all, all right. right, all right, all right. All right, this is the game where we play. <laughs> this, is, this is the game that we play. Is it? Yeah. Really? On the show, yeah. Shit, eh? Our official scorekeeper, Jeff, after I gave him a little bit of a slap last <laughs> week, <laughs> he's back on it. Uh, get back to good work, on you, Jeff. Get on you, Jeff. I said, get back to work, monkey. Get back to work. <laughs> Bloody minion, <laughs> monkey on a, on a bicycle, <laughs> and they with the groin, the angle, what do you call it? The bloody the little, yeah. organ grinder. Organ, yeah. <laughs> uh, 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 yes, Dave. Yes, Dave. I got the score. No, I'm joking. No, we did say last week, Jeff. Uh, but he he emailed me. He was like, "Oh my god!" He's like, "I'm so sorry. I forgot." I, 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 he, uh, something something happened. Apparently, the whole document crashed or something, and he spent like a day like uh, rebuilding it. It looks much better, and it's just all. Straight. Thank you so much for your work, Jeff. I, we do appreciate it. Um, he's sent through a brand new updated scorecard. So the score is currently 16 to 10 in my favour. The gap has closed up a little bit. Oh, dream on. A little bit. Like this game is such luck. It's just luck. Yeah. This game. So you could come through easily. Um, you are still on a deficit of two questions. I have guessed first six times. Yep. You have guessed first five Right. So today you I'll go you'll, first. Go, you'll guess first, right. and that'll even that up. Yep. You're still on a deficit of two questions, so we can both do two each, and then I'll give you another one. Yep. And then next week we'll do two each again, and then I'll give you another one. Right. And we'll be up to. Yep. To, then um, we'll be even. then we'll be even finally. Right. Uh, so of course this is the game that we play where we pull up random titles on IMDb. We read the synopsis to the other person. Uh, we got to leave out character names where they where they're like a, a spoiler or a giveaway. Yeah, yeah. If it's something like John did this, it's not fucking whatever. Yeah. Um, leave out like the year. You leave out the um, the genre. You leave out the actors. Everything. It's just the synopsis, and we got to guess whether the movie is shite or. All right, all right, all right. Just by judging by the cover. Essentially, yeah. So uh, we, it all comes from don't judge a book by its cover. Yeah, isn't it, really. So we, but it's shorter, all right. So we we figure um, we base whether the movie is shite or all right, which we got to guess. We got to guess whether it's yep. shorter or right. Yep. Uh, we the the answer is by the rating on IMDb. Yep. We've always figured that something under a five is usually under a six. Under a six is usually going to be a bit iffy. So anything from 0 to 5.9 is, and anything from 6 and above. All right, all right, all right. So there you go. Yeah. That's the game. And that's how we buy our Blu-rays. That is how we buy our Blu-rays. If it's, if it's, under, if it's under 6, we'll get onto IMDb, and we'll get, oh, then we'll try Rotten Tomatoes and see what that says. Yeah. And if you've got someone in there we like, we think, oh, look, we'll get it anyway. Yeah. All right. So, um, yeah, We've again, seen some real trash over, over 6. We have, and we've yeah. seen some good stuff under we six. We have. So the thing is, it's just usually like an obscure, some sort of obscure title. There's thousands of movies out there in this in this world. Uh, so we just type in a random code, imdb.com forward slash title, and then you've got just like a random like um, catalog number that each title has. You pull it up and you go for it. What we've been doing over the last few weeks is people have been sending in stuff to us as well, which has been fantastic. Tyson's been, Tyson's Ty, been doing some work. Tyson, uh, yeah, I had Tyson write in. He's done a lot of work. He's sending like 40-something titles, like 43 titles or something here. 
Uh, so that'll keep us going for a little while. Yeah. Um, and Jeff. We may not get to all of them, but. Well, over time we might. We'll, we'll do some here and there. Yep. Depending uh, on who else sends oh, stuff yeah, in. Oh, yeah, exactly right. If other people are going to send stuff in, please do. And we'll go between Jeff, uh, Jeff, the school, official school keeper of the podcast, yep. has um, sent in quite a few as well. He's actually delegated them. Oh, has he? Yeah, so I assume that that means... That's for me. That's for you, and then that's for and me. And that one's for you, To yeah. read, or... Oh, no, I, I <laughs> took, it, took it the other way, that where it's got my name, Yeah, that's one to be read to me. Okay. And we'll only really know when we pull one of them up and see what it yeah, is. Yeah, I know. Well, we'll do it that way. So I'll do the first one today. Yeah. Um, so essentially what we'll do is we'll read... We'll read one from Tyson and one from Jeff each, yep. and then I will give you another one from Tyson because we're going to get through all them. Okay, so let's do let's do you do the first one, yeah, and you do. I'll the do second the second one. one yep. You do the third one, and then we'll do. Okay, Jeff. and then we'll do Jeff. Do it that way, righto. Okay, so I start. So, so we, you've got the one at the you've got the yep, one at one the, top. At the very top. Yep. Okay, here we go. <laughs> right. All right. Oh, here we go. To win a soda pop competition, a group of unlikely people attempt to create the embodiment of the perfect family. That's it. Uh-huh. Yep. To win a soda pop competition, a group of unlikely people attempt to create the embodiment of the perfect family. Um, that sounds like shite to me. You reckon? Yeah, I reckon that sounds like shite. Okay, so lock it in. It does, does, doesn't sound like you really take that very far. All right, so lock in shite. Lock it in shite. All right. This one is... All right, all right, uh, all right. Uh, wrong again. It's called Picture Perfect. It uh, was made in 1995. It's a television movie. Oh. It stars Richard Kahn. Oh, yeah. Al yeah, 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 from yeah, Home Al, Improvement. Yeah. Um, a bunch of other people I've never seen in my life. <laughs> um, someone called Barbara Gordon. Barbara Gordon is the name of uh, Bat Batwoman in the DC Comics. Oh, <laughs> um, but yeah, Richard Kahn's in it. He's got a seven point three. Really? Yeah. Can't imagine it. There you go. No. How many? How many reviews though? Three hundred and sixty-six. Oh, okay. Yeah. So Fair enough. All right. So Sound, you sounded like shite. Well, it was all right. Okay. All right. So you're so the your, fir- one? your first one. Yeah. Is an an aging punk rocker copes mm-hmm. with life after rock. Ooh. An aging punk rocker copes with life after rock. This sounds a little bit like that one with Al Pacino, where he was an ex rocker and he's like aging mm-hmm. and he's coping with life, but I don't remember him being a punk rocker. What was it called? Danny something or other. And I like, quite liked it. I watched it twice. I watched it once on a plane and then I watched it again at home. Danny Collins, is that what it was called? I don't know. I liked uh, it though. I uh, can't remember. Yeah, it could have been. So if that was that one, you would have known the title unless you're poker. I'm going to say it's all right. It actually... It actually Actually, there was another one with someone in it very similar. I can picture the cover where he's got like the the guitar over his back um, that came out many years many years ago. I don't know. I'm going to say it's all right because it actually does sound okay. Okay, so you lock that in. Yeah, I'm going to lock it in. Okay, so we've got. 
Oh, no. It's 5.5. It's a shite. So it's a shite. Yeah, it's called it? Ordinary World. Oh. And what was the what was the cover you said? It's like a guitar on the back and there's like lights shining. No. no, not quite. You're thinking quite. of Rockstar, maybe. Maybe. Like Rockstar. Yeah, was, was it, it called was Rockstar? That, um, um, Mark Wahlberg or? Yeah, maybe. I think that's what it's called. So, yeah, so it's called Ordinary, Ordinary World. It's got a 5.5. Um, yeah, and Mark it's, Wahlberg, Rockstar. It's exactly and it what I'm thinking stars about. Billy Joe Armstrong. Yeah. Uh, Fred Armisen, Billy, as Greer. in Billy Joe from uh, Green Day. Oh wow! Yeah, shit. Yep. There you go. So it's shite. Yeah, I won't bother with it then. Selma Blair and, oh. and Chris Messina. Yeah, yeah. And Brian Baumgartner from The Office. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. There's a few Kevin. there you'll know. Yeah, John Doman. Oh, there you go. So that was a shite. Sean Gunn, James Gunn's brother. Oh, is it? Yeah. He's one of the Ravagers in the Guardians films. Ah. Oh, you recognise the face now, yeah. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Ah. Very good. So, yeah. That's a good one from Tyson there. So we both got it wrong. Yeah. Thank Christ. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I've got another one for you. Okay. Yep. The true story of Michelle Brown, who has her identity stolen and $50,000 purchased under her name. Now, I gave you the name there, but it probably won't spoil anything. It's a pretty generic name. The true story of Michelle Brown, who has her identity stolen and $50,000 purchased under her name. That sounds familiar. It does. Sounds like there's been a couple of films similar to that. Um, Give me a uh, an assist. Oh, yeah, because we can give you an assist. We can pick an assist for one round, which is, uh, what do you want? You want uh, the people who are in it? Yep. Okay, I'll give you this. Um, it's got Kimberly Williams Paisley, <laughs> who, nothing. who is the daughter from Father of the Bride. She was the bride in oh, Father right, of okay. the Bride. Yep. Um, and uh, I'm sorry, but I don't think you'll know anyone else. Annabelle Skiori. I'm saying shite. You're going to say shite? I'm saying shite. You're going to lock it in? I'm locking it in. You're locking it in? Yeah, I'm saying shite. All right. It is a... <laughs> yes! <laughs> <laughs> you got another one. You're fucking lucky, though. Ooh. You're really lucky. On the fringes. 5.9. Oh. <laughs> yeah. My God. 5.9. It's a, uh, a movie called Identity Theft. Theft. Identity theft. I reckon I might have seen it. It's a TV movie, though. Another TV oh, I movie. a lot of trashy TV No, I don't movies. think we have seen it, but it does sound familiar. It does sound familiar. And I've already read the art, the, the mm. people in it. It's This was made 2004. Sounds very familiar, but there you go. All right, so I've done two. Now you do one from Jeff, and I'll do okay, one from Jeff. Okay, so I'm doing that one's to be read to you, the second one. That's how I'm reading it. I assume so, yeah. And by the look of this, that's probably right. Okay. So we do... Okay, so you do one more, I do one more. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Okay. Uh, this one is... Where are we? On a, on a faraway planet where blue giants rule, yep. oppressed humanoids rebel against their machine-like leaders. Again? On a faraway planet where the blue giants rule... Oppressed humanoids rebel against their machine-like leaders. It sounds like um, 
sci-fi, like a sci-fi sort of 50, 1950s thing. Sounds like one called um, This Island Earth. Sounds very similar to that. Uh, and from memory, those movies, I think that one has a shit rating, but are actually fun movies and like cult movies that people love. I'm going to say Shite, only because I feel like it's probably a good movie that's got a shitty rating. Okay. I'm going to say Shite. You're going to say Shite? Yeah, I'm going to say Shite. Locking it in? Lock it in. Lock it in, Dano. Do it. Okay, so here we go. Yep. No. No, I'm wrong. All uh, right, no. all right, <laughs> no, all right. It's more than all just right, a right, no. All right, what all right, all right. It's a 7.8. Shit. It's called La Planète Sauvage. Oh, which I think yeah is that it's yeah it's, other an time, an, fantastic it's, an, it's planet? fantastic planet it's an animated thing yeah um is it animated is it yeah I think so uh, yeah so it's a seven point eight and stars Barry Bostwick Jennifer Drake mm. oh yeah and voice actors yeah. yeah ah and a few others that there we you don't go. know so ah. yeah Whew. so I'm one yeah. up on you yeah this week so far yes shit I'll get one more you get one more. So, Jeff, I feel like, I don't know if we're reading him correctly, but Jeff, will, I'm sure, will correct us yeah. if I'm accidentally reading your... Because the way we read it is that if it's got the name next to it, that's the one that's to be read to you. Yeah. Okay. So, here's one for you. And if we're wrong, we'll... So, that's the top one you're doing. Yeah. Right. So, if we're wrong, we will fix it next week. Yeah, that's right. Okay, here we go. Oh, interesting. A group of men trap wild animals in Africa and sell them to zoos before the arrival of a female wildlife photographer threatens to change their ways. Oh, yeah, I reckon it must be for me because it's a photographer. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I think we might get it right. Gr- um, go a, again. A group of men trap wild animals in Africa and sell them to zoos before the arrival of a female wildlife photographer threatens to change their ways. Um, I'm thinking it's got plenty of scope, that mm. one, so I'll say it's all right. I think it's all right? Yeah. Sound familiar or anything? It does sound familiar. Yeah. So you're going to go with... I'll go all right. Yeah. I'll go, it's all right. It's it is... Shit, all right, all right, all right. Yeah. If it sounds familiar, yeah. it's, it's called Hatari. Oh, John okay. Wayne. Yeah, we watched right. it not long ago. Yeah, we watched yeah, it yeah. last year. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so it's got John Wayne, um, Elza Martinelli, who plays the yep. female photographer. Red Buttons yep. is in it. Um, there was a rumor. There was a rumor that his real name was Blue Zippers. Oh, really? <laughs> 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 yeah. That were that were ran for years years ago. <laughs> there was a similar one about Dick Van Dyke, but I won't go down that route. No, it seems like a, like yeah. a hole we don't need to go down. Yeah, no, <laughs> no. There's a few of those jokes around back in the day, but there you go, Atari. Yeah, we watched that not long ago. Oh, what was its rating? So, Seven point two. Oh yeah, very good. It was a very good film. Two well, and a half well, hours. It sounded really familiar. Yeah. I'm thinking, jeez, oh, I'm sure I've seen something like yeah. that. Yeah, there's some great scenes. Well, that where they're trapping. Was that ever remade? I don't think so. I don't think it was. But there are scenes. Well, you wouldn't. You couldn't remake it now because there are scenes where they're actually they're actually yeah, catching the right. animals. Yeah. They're hanging off like John hanging Wayne's off the, hanging off the yeah. back of a truck, catching like a yeah. fucking elephant or an, uh, yeah. or a, a giraffe or something. Couldn't, couldn't do that now. No, oh, no, no. But a de- but a good movie for its time. 
Uh, so there you go. That is this week's edition of Shite or All right. right, all right, all right. And the best thing about that was I caught up too. You caught up too, Woo-hoo! yeah. Shit, boy. Getting better. Yeah. Yeah, much better. Yeah. So thanks again to Tyson and Jeff for sending a couple in. And if you want to send any in, please write to me at Dave Lee down under Dave Lee, sorry, Dave Lee Pod at gmail.com. Yep. There you go. And please send them in. Yeah, please send them in. So as many as we can. Try and find them. We got a tiny little bit of news this week. The biggest one, if we go back to Marvel for a moment. Yep. Black Widow opened. Um, yeah. And earned $218 million plus in its opening weekend. Worldwide, global gross. It's the biggest domestic opening, so the biggest opening in America since the rise of Skywalker in December of 2019. Wow, oh, good on uh, Yeah, and it has set a record for a pandemic-era opening. So the previous one was um, Fast 9, which had a $70 million domestic opening. Uh, Black Widow opened with eighty million domestic. Um, it opened. It had seventy. It took in seventy-eight million at the international box office, and uh, took in. This is the. This is a big number. Sixty million plus on Disney Plus Premier Access. How do we know that figure's right? Because they don't really know. They don't. They don't normally, but they have released, now. Do they? No, not normally. They have now. Mm. It's very unusual for any streaming service to release numbers, but they have with this, and that tells me that it's a big deal. Yeah. That it's made a lot exactly of money. Exactly right. But that, that probably doesn't spell the end of uh, box office, um, cinemas. No. It's, very, it's a big opening. Yeah. It's a very big opening. Like, that's like a – that would be like a – probably not a Marvel-level opening, but a definitely like a general <laughs> pretty, pretty sort of really decent – Movie opening. That's a that's best part of a million a billion dollar movie. That one in well, yeah, in general. In, that's in, what I mean. In, in so real terms, yeah. Well, well you know, while that normal times. if this was normal times, that probably would have taken a hundred million, maybe a hundred and fifty million at the box office in the first weekend, maybe two hundred million just in US at the in the yeah in the US. Yeah. Uh, so I think I think Black Widow would have made a billion dollars at the box office. Um, obviously, it's not going to get anywhere near that in pandemic era. But this shows that people are willing to get back to yep. the movies now. Yep. But it also shows that people are happy to watch it at home. Mm. So yeah. this now asks the question, is this going to give Disney now the – what's the word I'm looking for? Give them the impetus, I was impetus. Yeah, <laughs> to – now go, fuck it, we're just going to keep putting stuff on Disney Plus Premier Access and in cinemas same day. Maybe. Maybe. Because, mm. you uh, you know, you're still going to get people who love to see these big films yeah. in the cinema. Yeah. And, and quite obviously, yeah, there's shot. a lot of people who are like, I would rather go to the movies and watch yeah, it, and yeah. they have. But there's also that that market there that, People are still too a bit mm-hmm. gun shy to go out in public and yep. go, oh, bugger it, I'll pay my 30 bucks and I'll watch it at home. Yeah. And I can watch it more than once. Yeah. And I wonder how many people went to the cinema and watched it and thought, oh, I love that, and went home and thought, fuck it, I'll buy it here as well. A friend of mine, it. Brendan, yep. did that. Went no, and saw it go. in the cinema, then he went home and bought it. He's, oh. he's a huge Black Widow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He fucking loves Black Widow. And yeah, he went and saw it in the cinema. Because th- he cosplays, doesn't he? Him yeah, and he does wife. cosplay. And no, wife. that's that's Dave. That's Dave. But right. I was going to talk about them as well, Dave yeah. and Allison. But Brendan 
uh, does cosplay as well. But Brendan's in Queensland. Of, Brendan's in Queensland, yeah. And the other oh, no, sorry, Brendan. So Brendan is in uh, New South Wales, right? Okay. And um, the South and the others are South Australian. Um, so, but yeah, Brendan's a huge Black Widow nut. He saw it in theaters twice, but then also bought the Premier Access as well. God, as watching it on Premier Access. Uh, Dave and Allison. Uh, we're going to so this kind of gives you the idea of what kind of people might be doing what. Dave and Allison were struggling to find a babysitter for their young child yep. who's like a, f- a few years old. Um, so they were going to get the premier access and watch it at home, but at the last minute, something opened up where they were able to find someone to look after the child, and they went to see it at the cinema. Yeah. Um, so that kind of gives you the idea of what kind of people might be watching at home, might be the people mm-hmm. with the kid who can't get out to the cinema, yeah. and then there's like the diehard fans who go yeah. out and sit at the movies sort of thing. Mm. So they would have, even though they're diehard fans, if they couldn't find someone to look after the kid, they would have been happy to watch it at home. And they, and they, bought, it, they bought it as well? I'm not sure. Oh, okay. I'm not sure if they have yet. Uh, but Brendan definitely saw it at the movies twice and then bought the premium wow. access. good on him. Yeah. So there's, there's... There'll be a lot of people out there doing it. one, maybe two people that you know... Yeah. That have done it. Yeah, well, So there's going to be a lot of people out there. Well, you'll get people, like I hear about people, particularly with like the big Marvel movies, who will go and see it ten times in the cinema. And now this gives you the option to, well, fuck, I'll go see it in the cinema maybe once or twice and then yeah. I'll lay down the rest of the money on Premier Access and watch at home yeah. as much as I can. Yeah. For, 30, for an extra $30, yeah, exactly $35, right. yeah. Um, so well, good on them. it's interesting. It also, it's the first Marvel film to go to a cinema in two years since uh, Spider-Man Far From Home opened in 2019. Um, we were saying last year, of course, we've had these Marvel shows, but there's n- nothing quite like seeing a Marvel movie. Yeah, that's when right. When we saw Black Widow, I remember sitting there like, it's just a completely different experience, thinking, mm. fucking watching Marvel, a Marvel movie yeah, that's on right. a big screen, yep. and it's just a completely different experience. Um, but, yeah, obviously that's going to be a big, um, a big reason why people went, back to the cinema in such big numbers during the pandemic. Um, but, yeah, so it's kind of interesting what Disney does going forward now because that is such a huge opening on Premier Access, $60 massive, million. Dollars. massive. And the biggest part of that is that they don't have to share that money with a theatre chain. No, that's right. So they would probably get maybe 78 I think, 80% of that money. Uh, the other like twenty twenty two percent will be like back ends for the actors. Right. So okay. I, what I read this week is actually that Disney. Remember when uh, Warner Brothers first announced um, we're going to put all our movies day and date on HBO Max for f- for free. Mm. The same date goes to a cinema, and then all the actors came out and were like, "Hang on, what about our fucking back end profits?" And they went, "Oh, we're going to give this this many million dollars to Gal Gadot and this many million dollars to Patty Jenkins." behind Wonder Woman yeah. and then everyone else came out and goes hang on what what about us and then they were forced to kind of duck fork out a whole bunch of money and dumping all this stuff on HBO Max free of charge has burned a big hole allegedly burned a big hole in Warner Brothers pockets so Disney took note and apparently they have rewritten the contracts and clauses for their really? actors to take streaming into account now oh okay yeah. so if something does at the last minute have to go to streaming yeah. World turns to shit at the last minute and they go, fuck, we're going to have to throw on Disney+. Plus. Yep. There's something written to those contracts now that goes, you are still going to get your back-end profits yep. from Premier Access. And oh, the good thing so is, they should. Exactly right. And Disney is actually 
as opposed to Warner Brothers, who's going, hey, have it for free. Space Jam opens this weekend, but if you want to stay at home and watch for free, you can do that. Disney's like, no, no, you can pay fucking $30 and watch yeah. the film. And people are doing it. Yep. $60 million. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, so I, it, I, I'm not quite sure how it breaks down when it goes to theatres, but they don't get anywhere near that much. They get very little out of it once you split the theatres and the distributors and all these other, thing, all these other factors, back ends and everything. You make not not certainly not anywhere near as much as they're taking home from the Disney Plus Premier Access. I think at this point they'd be crazy to not keep doing that. Mm. So sixty million that'll equate to was it thirty bucks? Thirty. Well, yeah, thirty US dollars. Let's say thirty. So that's what two million people. Yeah, have done that. Mm. <laughs> there you go. So they'd be mad if they didn't do that. Uh, no, exactly right. I think. Well, there's a market. There's a market for both, isn't there? Market mm-hmm. for sitting on your fat ass at home and watching yeah. it, or going into the cinema and watching mm-hmm. it. Now, of course, Jungle Cruise because we'll going. Pro- you know we'll prefer to go and see these yeah. big ones at the cinema, yeah, and then buy the Blu-ray when it comes out, yeah, so 4K or whatever. I think Jungle Cruise is doing the premier access thing. Um, people are now saying it'll be interesting to see if they release numbers of Jungle Cruise. <laughs> oh yeah, no, um, that's so true. that's that'll be the next one that goes the premier. Access and a, another couple of titles, I think, for the rest of the year. I think the rest of the titles are going... No, no, no. I think Jungle Cruise might be the last one that they've currently announced is going to Premier Access as well. So it's going to be interesting mm. to see what happens with that because Cruella did it and Raya did it. And um, they didn't release figures for that, did they? No. So you've no. got you to wonder whether they were as successful as that, yeah, which they no. probably weren't. I think there were rumours that Raya took in maybe $20 million on Premier Access. Right, okay. Um, again, I don't know number off the top of my head, but I feel like some sort of online, tr- one of those trackers that tracks yep. the, I think the number that came out was like 20, 30 million. Mm. Uh, but 60 million, that's huge. Well, yeah. um, as crazy as that is, I think uh, I think they'd be mad to to get rid of it. Well, they've got the platform to do it. They can do no, it. Exactly They're making right. money. Just do it. Yeah. Why not? And the window on home media is so, is so small now. Like they've shrunk it. Uh, it, it went from... Years ago, you wait two years for the VHS oh, to exactly come out. Oh, exactly right, yeah. Um, and then DVD era was maybe like six six months. Six months or something. And then, well, in Australia, sometimes it'd be even 12 months. Yeah. More recently, it's been like three, four. Pandemic era has really cut it Shrank down to about down. two months, yeah. one and a half to two months. So it's, you know. There's been the occasional ones come out almost. Yeah, pretty. Well, they've fast-tracked a few. Yeah. Conjuring 3 is already on there. Yeah. Um, and I think there was another. There's been a couple recently where they fast tracked a digital. Yeah. The digital, like you go to Apple TV and you buy it on Apple TV yep. for like thirty five bucks. Yep. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think I think they would be mad if this was the thing that they didn't keep doing going forward. I think they will. Mm. I mean, we're not going to be at this pandemic. No. Next week, you know. No, exactly <laughs> so right. he's going to be with us for cutting, you know, at least another couple of years, I think. And yeah. Um. He's just going to have to keep doing it, I would yeah. think. What was the? What was the? Do you know what the um, production cost on that was? The movie was. Uh, it's probably a couple of hundred million. I would say two hundred million dollars. Have a look. But so they've probably made their money back then. I would say so. I'd say well, for the best part of it. Well, it's been out for a week now. I'd imagine they've probably make at least made the money back. Two hundred mm. and um, uh, its budget was two hundred million, and it's taken in two hundred and twenty million box office already. <laughs> Um, that it would include Disney Plus Premier Access, but then you account for an extra two hundred. You would Im- imagine in normal times, um, you would have to double the budget for the promotional campaign, yeah. so an extra two hundred million. So it's 
it's it's broken that film budget. It probably needs to do it maybe maybe two hundred million more to make a profit. Oh, they'll do it easy. That, they'll that'll be that easy. In. Yeah, I'll do it easy. Absolutely. That's only that. That is opening weekend numbers. That that I've given. Um, so it's yeah, been open right. for a whole week. Be interesting to see what it's taken in already. You know. Mm. So there you go. Wow. Very interesting. Yeah, but I can I can see them doing that with everything. Yeah. I mean that's sort of, that sort of figure. Well, um, particularly these big ones. Mm. Why wouldn't they? Yeah. As I said, exactly you know, right. Brendan Brendan's gonna watch it yeah. twice yeah. and then pay yeah. for Premier Access. Yeah. There'll be a lot of people out there who've done that too. Yep, Guarantee exactly right. it. Guarantee not, it. And that's just one person you know. Yeah. And I would do it, except I buy the Blu ray. So yeah, I yeah, I, that's right. I will wait a couple of months to buy it to get the Blu ray. Yeah. So you know, so there's more profit for them. Yeah. Exactly right. So there you go. There you go, hey? Unbelievable. We got a very small update on the next Indiana Jones 5, which is Indiana Jones and the... Don't have a title for it yet. Unannounced. Um, second half of that last thing. Yeah. Hopefully this is going to... Hopefully this will be better. Of course, Harrison Ford's back as Indy Jones. He's currently not filming. I was going to say, is he, is he back filming yet? <laughs> not yet. I uh, thought he did break his leg or something, or... Did he... I don't think they – did they say it was an arm or something? He injured something. I can't remember. He had some sort of injury on the set again because he, he still insists on doing all these stunts. Yeah. And he's had a lot – we spoke about it a few weeks ago. Yeah. A long history of just That's set right. injuries. Yep. But he keeps on going. Good on him. So he's in it. Uh, Phoebe Waller-Bridge is going to be in it. She's the, like, new female. And then Mads Mikkelsen's going to be the villain. Mm. Uh, but we've just had news dropping this morning that Antonio Banderas – Ooh. He's going to be in it. Don't really? know who, don't know what he's going to be, whether he's going to be like a sidekick or another villain or who knows. So it's going to be interesting. It's got to be a sidekick, I reckon. I think I think so, yeah. That would be pretty cool, I reckon. Couldn't imagine him as a villain. Oh, no. so, yeah, so I could, yeah. I, I could imagine could. it, but I don't... Has he Mads, ever really... Mads Mikkelsen is the villains. Yeah, always. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he makes a good villain. That's a good villain. We've still got to watch The Hunt. I keep saying we've got to watch The Hunt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, so, yeah, there you go. Antonio Banderas, they're shooting in Edinburgh at the moment. Wow. Where you've been. You've been yes, I've been to Edinburgh. Beautiful city. Great spot. Love it. One of my favourite cities of the world. in the world. Gorgeous. And then walk up that hill. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, that huge hill. Great <sighs> I was stuff. naked by the end of that. <laughs> but great view from up there. Stunning. Just gorgeous. Over the up whole there. city. Oh, yeah. So good. Yeah. Yeah. Just a beautiful, beautiful city. Yeah. Um, I mean, we have nothing like that here in Australia. No. No. Yeah, we don't, we don't have that history. No. So it looks like, it looks like there's been a bunch of pictures that are leaked out from the set. It looks like it's set during the mid '60s because oh. there's pictures up which is like Aldrin, um, uh, Armstrong, and uh, what's the third guy? Uh, Michael, Michael Collins. Something? Michael <laughs> Collins. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember why. Everyone everyone forgets the name of the third guy. We feel really bad. Armstrong, Aldrin. Aldrin and oh yeah, true. Um, what is it? And Edwin? No, not Edwin. Oh, fuck. What was Apollo eleven? Uh, or thirteen? Thirteen. Apollo thirteen. No, Apollo thirteen's the one with Tom Hanks. Apollo <laughs> 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 eleven oh, was the one. Oh god, we should. My, Michael Collins. Yeah. Yeah, Michael. His Collins, name was yeah. Michael Collins. Yeah. There you go. So he was the one that sat in the ship while they went yeah, down yeah. on Earth. Yeah. Um, so there's like a there's like a picture with, with like a big sign on, which the, is like, on the moon, not on Earth. No, it's on the Earth, on Indiana Jones. 
Oh. The set picture from Indiana Jones. Oh, okay. <laughs> in Edinburgh, there's like a big poster that has Aldrin Collins, a welcome home or whatever it's yeah. something. So it's obviously set during like the space race. Right. It's a bit interesting. Mm. Don't know what's going to happen there. Yeah. We've got a new trailer come out this week from Pixar. Do you want to have a very brief look? Sure. Okay, it's called Turning Red. It's just a very short teaser trailer. We'll very quickly talk about our thoughts on this one. Uh, this is one. I won't tell you what it's about. I'll tell you about it in a minute, but here you go. Who could tell me how the formula begins? X equals... <gasps> no, no, no. This isn't happening. What is that? Oh, snap! All right, settle down, little goblins. Whoa. There you go. Turning Red, the new Pixar mm. film. <clears throat> so it's about a young kid who uh, turns into a big giant red panda when she gets excited. Yeah. <laughs> I'll reserve judgment. <laughs> yeah, see, a lot of people have had that same sort yeah. of like, yeah, it looks a bit. But, you know, we've gone into a lot of those animated yeah. things that, oh, and they've been good. Yeah. And you'd have trust Pixar. Yeah, exactly. There's not much they do. Well, they've had a few duds, but. Not too many, though. No. That almost I reserve looks, my judgment. Yeah, I wasn't huge on Onward, which was the one with Chris Pratt, Tom Holland, the little elf brothers. I enjoyed that one. It was one. good, yeah, but it wasn't, that. for me, it wasn't like one of the best Probably ones. they were looking for their father. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. I think it might be, uh, I think it might be like a lower, lower than that, maybe. I don't know. I can't, can't judge it. We've seen like one small little scene of the thing. Yeah, that's Animation's right. beautiful as always. Oh, it's but, gorgeous um, animation. It'll be interesting to see what they do with it. Yeah, it's the first. It's the first Pixar to be um, directed solely by a female. Um, there's be uh, one other female director, as a co-director on Brave, uh, but this will be the first um, sole female uh, directed uh, Pixar film. Um, her name's escaped me at the moment. Turning red. She also did um, the short film. Uh, Domi Shi is her name, and she also did a short film called Bao. I don't know if you remember it. It's a. It was like with a. You might not have seen it. I think it played at the beginning of of Incredibles two, maybe. Did you even watch Incredibles two? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I did. There's yeah. a little short film which is like a, a mother, and she makes like a um, uh, what, what's one of those like Chinese like um, it's not like a dim sim, but similar to a dim sim. Oh, yeah. Like a, um, dumpling. <laughs> dumpling. It makes yeah. like a dumpling and the dumpling comes to life. Oh, I don't remember. And then it's like this whole um, thing. It's like an allegory for empty nester syndrome or whatever they call right, it when okay. the child leaves yeah, yeah. home yeah, and yeah. whatever else. Because then the, the dumpling grows up and moves out and she's yeah, sad and whatever. Yeah. whatever. A gorgeous I short think, film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I, yeah, I Amazing short it. film. And now they've given her the keys to make a, a film. Um, it's also the first um, Pixar film to focus on Chinese culture, which is great. And it's going to be set in Canada. First Pixar film to be set in Canada. Oh, God. So the uh, filmmaker is a, um, 
I think Chinese-born Canadian, Canadian filmmaker, right, uh, or artist, and she is making. She's it's kind of like one of those semi-autobiographical things again. Mm. Uh, so it'll be interesting, I think. I think it's got a few things lined up, which seem good. We like like the cultural things, and yeah, uh, but it does seem like a very simple one, doesn't it? Oh yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah. So anyway, it'd be interesting to see. It'll be interesting It'll be to see interesting more. To see it. We've only had a teaser trailer. Yeah, exactly right. Exactly. We, we are bordering on two hours. Oh, Let's God. get a couple of um, <coughs> a couple of questions, a couple in, of questions in, and then we'll we'll close it out, huh? Okay. Um, do you want them just from top down? Yeah, why not? Okay, from Walther Saucer. G'day, buddy. Walther. Uh, what is your favourite movie theme song? Ooh. Mine is Gone with the Wind. Try not to get goosebumps when that magnificent with that magnificent music. Oh. It's beautiful score. Gone it, with is, the wind. it is gorgeous. Um, I love John Williams' Superman theme. I think oh, it's a yeah. great theme. Yeah. Terrific theme. Yeah, exactly. I'm the, right there with you. Yeah. I couldn't really think of one, but now you mentioned that a bit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Apocalypse now is not bad. Yeah. Um, yeah, but probably the Superman. Yeah. The Superman That's the most theme. memorable. Has to be a John as Williams. As soon as you hear those first couple Jurassic of, Park, the Jurassic Park theme. The first couple yeah. of notes, you know exactly what it is. Yeah. And it's like, oh, yeah, All the John Williams awesome. music's like that, really, isn't it? Indiana Jones. Yeah. yeah. Jaws. You just know it all. Yeah, exactly. Just right. anything about John Star Williams. Star Wars. Anything. Star that. Wars, yeah. Um, thanks, Walter. Um, thanks, Two Tone Studio. Yep. First cartoon exposure. Your favourite cartoon cartoonist of all time? Oh, first cartoon exposure, probably just a kid watching the Disney movies, I'd imagine, or even Mickey Mouse cartoons or Bugs Bunny cartoons or something like that. Simple answer. I think mm. everyone's probably the same. Favourite cartoonist of all time? It's probably, it's hard, well, other than like Walt Disney and the Nine, yeah. and the nine Old Men, uh, the guys that you know, worked on those early animated films, Abai Works. Um, I love Chuck Jones' work from the Looney Tunes, those great Bugs Bunny, Daffy Duck cartoons. Uh, I think Chuck Jones is a fantastic cartoonist, uh, so yeah, well up there for me. Favourite cartoon of all time, probably like Steamboat Willie mm. or, again, any of the Chuck Jones' Bugs Bunny stuff, like the Hunting Trilogy or, um, you know, Barber of Seville or any, uh, or any of the Rabbit of Seville, sorry. Um, any of them I just love. Mm. How about you? First, first cartoon exposure, oh, you remember? Geez, so no one <laughs> could remember, Dave. Um, yeah. One of my favourites would be Peanuts, Charlie, oh, yeah, Charlie yeah, Brown yeah, Peanuts. Yeah. I just love the simplicity of the animation yeah, yeah. on that. Beautiful. Just really simple and just beautiful little stories mm. and, mm-hmm. and stuff with that. Yeah. Cartoonist, I couldn't tell you. Charles M. Schultz, there you go. Yeah. Peanuts. Yeah, probably. Yeah. There you go. Uh, next one is Ethan. How would you say that name? No, I don't know. Uh, Abawagi. Abawagi. Something like yeah, that. Apologies. Sorry, Ethan. We'll yeah. apologise. We're terrible with names. <laughs> um, what Marvel oh. characters do you want to see get their own MCU movie? It's tough because I feel like they've all had them. Mm. They've all maybe a, a character that hasn't got a movie yet. Let me think. Maybe I'd love to see uh, maybe like a villain-led thing. Oh, you know what would be good? Yeah. What was um, what was her name? Um, uh, Iron Man's assistant. Oh, Pepper Potts. Yeah, yeah. She'd be good to have her own, and she turns into a. Maybe she could turn into a villain. Well, they had her take the Iron Man suit at the end of Endgame. Remember? Yeah, yeah that'd be pretty cool. So she could become Iron Woman. Yeah, yeah. Or she could turn into a villain. Oh yeah. I reckon that'd be interesting. Yeah. I can't. I can't remember the name of the of the actual. I don't know. The suit, there was a particular name for it in the yep, game. Yep. It's escaping at yep. the moment. Yeah, that'd be interesting. 
I don't know if there's a character like that hasn't been in the movie yet. Um, I always really liked all the characters that I really love have, have been turned into movies. Um, I really like the Enchantress, those really cool like anti-hero yep. slash supervillain from the Thor comics. And I feel like Sylvie, who's the female Loki variant from Loki, kind of takes a little bit of inspiration from the Enchantress, though. So right. I don't know, but yeah, that's, my, mm. that's probably my answer there. Yeah, I just thought about that. I thought yeah, Pippa Potts would be how, interesting. Hey, how about Korg movie? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh the Tiger voicing it again. Yeah, yeah. That would be awesome. That'd be great, wouldn't it? Hey, bro. Hey, bro. There you go. Yeah. That's a, that's a really bad Kiwi accent, bro. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> okay. Um, Agora one? Yep. Agora one. Agora one? Agora one? Agora one? Not sure. Whatever it is, apologies. Uh, what, uh, what's your favourite <laughs> miniseries? Oh, I wrote a few down that we've yeah. watched over the years and really liked. Probably number one would be Band of Brothers. Ooh, that's brilliant. Mm-hmm. And what was the other one? Um, Pacific. Pacific. Yeah. That was pretty good both too. very good. Band of Brothers was brilliant. Of course, Spielberg and Tom Hanks produced yeah. them both. It was sort of like uh, companions to Saving Private Ryan, very similar style. Yeah. Terrific. Great stuff. If you haven't checked them out, check them out. HBO series. Similar. From the Earth to the Moon, we only watched that last oh, yeah, year. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, a similar cool. thing where Tom Hanks was part of it, uh, but also Ron uh, Howard. Yep. And that was a uh, companion to Apollo thirteen. Yeah, yeah. Um, otherwise, we watched the BBC version of Les Mis last year, which I loved. Yep. I thought it was so good. Yep. Lily Collins and a bunch of other people, but it was fantastic. Um, one that you would love, like that you did love rather, Hatfields and McCoys. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah with Kevin Costner and... Uh, I can't think of it. Bill, not Bill Pullman. Bill Paxton? Bill Paxton, maybe. Maybe. One of them. Can't remember. <laughs> One of the Bills. I think it was Bill Paxton. Can't remember. Uh, but it was very good. Um... And he's an Australian one. I don't know if it can count because it kind of became a series. It's a series of miniseries, yeah. Underbelly. Oh, yeah. The first series of Underbelly yeah. about the gangland wars in the 1990s. Mm. Terrific. Yeah. Great series. Oh, if you, if you haven't seen Underbelly, check it out. There's got to be a way. A funny story about Underbelly is it was it was illegal in Melbourne. Remember, it was illegal yeah, that's, in that's Melbourne right. for about a decade. Yeah. Uh, because the court cases were still going on when mm. they made the show and they put it on. There was a court injunction on not, yeah. not being weren't, well, at, weren't allowed to release it in Australia. At the final hour. No, it was in Australia, it was just Melbourne. Oh Melbourne, sorry, yeah, Melbourne. Yeah. Um they um yeah, the the very last moment, the day it was supposed to go to air, there was a court injunction which stopped them from releasing it. And you couldn't get it in you couldn't see it in Melbourne for ten years. At yeah, least. Yeah, that's right. The they brought it out on Blu ray. And it could only be bought anywhere else in Australia. And it actually has a sticker on it that was not available for sale in Victoria. Yeah. And it was illegal to bring it into Victoria. And, yeah. Yet it filtered its way across the borders. Yes, and everything Yeah, had it. everyone managed to see it. Yeah, exactly. And right. they, they did eventually end up playing episodes maybe three or four years later, maybe a little bit earlier, and they ended up beeping out all the names of the people. Yeah, that's right. But they only played like the first three or four episodes and they weren't allowed they to play the it, rest. Then they took it off. Yeah, they weren't allowed to. I think it was because it caught up to current day. Yeah. And that's why they took it off. Yeah, or it caught up to whatever yeah. was in court. 
And it was sort of like you'd be having someone talking about, oh, you know, that guy, beep, you yeah. know, yeah, he did this. <laughs> yeah, so, so funny. Just one of those weird things. But, yeah, but then that's become like an anthology series over time, hasn't it? Yeah, it And has. each series yeah, yeah. is like focused on a different period of Australian crime. Uh, in each series, you know, uh, you know, never matched up to the that first season of it or that first mini series. And I think, um, um, I think, um, I think there was New Ze- a couple of New Zealand yeah, one series, series too. One, one series, the Long Green Cloud or something was called. Yeah, mm. they did a couple of tally movies. But it's really funny watching that because you know I lived through all that. Yeah, yeah. And and there were there were events in the in the series that I remember happening. Yeah. Yeah, well, even me, I would—I was a kid when a lot of it was happening. But you hear oh, about yeah, it, exactly and stuff. Right. Um, but then some of the other series is like set in the sixties. Yeah, there's some that set like in colonial Australia. There's some which <laughs> and there set... was there was one set on a on a um, family member. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But we didn't too. really know it was a family yeah, member back at the back right, in the time. Yeah. Was was back in the forties. Earlier twenties, 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 yeah. Who yeah. turned out was some link in the family. Turned, turned yeah. out, turned out was married. Secretly married to, I think, someone my in the father's family. auntie or something, something like that. And there's a there's a there's a cousin or something out there. Some weird link. But yeah, yeah, so it was, a, it was a weird sort of link. But, um, but yeah. yeah, so yeah, underbelly, great. Anyway, that's a long. That was a long answer. Yeah, exactly quick. right. Um, oh yeah, I pulled up pack. Uh, Bill Paxton. Bill was Paxton, Paxton was yeah, in. From um, McCoys. Yeah. Uh, so what are we up to? Ollie Matt. Yep. Ollie Matt, do you think LeBron James was good actor? Was a good actor in Space Jam? This is a funny thing, right? Because a lot of people have been ragging on LeBron. There have been like so many of these like reviews and stuff, which are like, oh, he's awful. He's terrible. It's like LeBron, he's, he's not a, a fucking actor. He's a sportsman. Exactly. He's right. a sportsman for a reason. Yeah. He's not an actor. Because he's fucking good at what he does. Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. He's great on the court. Uh, he's, he's not great on the screen. He's not meant to be an but actor. Exactly right. Same with Michael Jordan. You watch yeah. the original film, he's dreadful in it. Yeah. But they're not actors. No, so they don't right. have to be. So stop fucking watching Space Jam and going, oh, LeBron was, was dreadful. He was awful. He's not a fucking actor. No. Oh, my God. He's not there for his acting ability. No, exactly right. He's going to throw a fucking <laughs> exactly basketball right. through a... Through a Hoop. And talk to a couple of cartoons. Jeez. Exactly right. Um, so was he good? He did, he, he's actually, he did the best he could do. Yeah, right. <laughs> he was fine. Yeah. He was fine. Uh, Davish Sood. Yes. Uh, what has been the most disappointing character in the MCU? Taskmaster's definitely up there. Yeah, a lot of people didn't like the reveal of Taskmaster. Yellow Jacket. Yeah, these ones Cross are right. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yellow Jacket was the villain in Ant-Man and the Wasp. No, mm-hmm. the first Ant-Man, which yep. was like Ant-Man but the yellow suit. Yeah. It fell a bit flat. Yeah. Um, Crossbones is one that I was just like fucking, they just, he was um, at the beginning of Civil War, you know, where they're in Lagos, I think at the beginning of the film, Captain America, Scarlet Witch and the Falcon and was it played by Frank Grillo, I think? And he was he was in the Winter Soldier, so they set up the bad guy, and then by the time he was in Civil War, he had the full-on, like, um, I'll, I'll put up a picture, Crossbones, Civil War. Um, he had the full, full-on full costume, and he's such a cool character. Oh, yeah. And they killed him off in, like, the first ten minutes. Yeah. And they worked up, like, this whole promotion campaign, yeah. like, like, showing him stuff, like, shit, he's going to be the bad guy. 
and then he just fucking died in the first ten minutes of the movie. Just a complete waste of a really cool character. Yeah. And the, the MCU's done that a few times, actually. They brought in what's gonna, what looks, looks like... Looks like a great character. Yeah, and then they just fucking either kill it off or it's just like a fizz, uh, a big fizzle. That one, it, for me, is probably the biggest one where I was like, you should have done so much more with Crossbones. Mm. Yeah. It looks like a great character. Yeah, really cool. A bit like... Um, what was the one uh, uh, Iron Man? Uh, Whiplash, yeah. What was his name? My, Mickey Rourke. Mickey Rourke, yeah. That was a great character. Yeah, They could have done much yeah, more with him. Yeah, because he's only in the Whiplash gear yeah. for like a little bit at the beginning yeah. and then... But still a great character. And yeah. then and you would sort of expect that maybe they could have carried that through a couple of yeah. films. And but then there have been a few characters like that and then they pick them back up late, much later. So like with um, the Red Skull from the first Captain America yeah. and then he come back later in yeah. Endgame or Infinity War, whatever it was, mm. both of them. Um, yeah, but I feel like Marvel's done that a few times where they it like looks like a big great character yeah. and they work him up and then it just fucking fizzles out. Uh, the, uh, one uh, not really MCU related, but mm. the one for me was um, uh, Spider Man. Um, uh, what's his name? The Green oh. Goblin. Oh yeah, that fell a bit flat for me. Yeah. Those early Spider-Man. Yeah. Oh, how about uh, Jamie Foxx, Electro, oh, in The Amazing Spider-Man 2? God, yeah. Terrible. Yeah. He's back. He's back for Spider-Man oh, No Way Home, whatever it's called. We've spoken about that before, yeah. haven't we? <laughs> Multiverse, baby. Yeah. Multiverse. Um, there we go. Yeah. That's all the questions we got, though. That's it. So, awesome. that. That's the end of the show. A nice two-hour one for you guys out there. I've got a lot of messages like, I love the long shows. Oh, Gets well. me through my day. We've just given you one. Enjoy it, guys. Woo! Thank you very much, guys. Appreciate it. Cut it out. It's enough. All right. Thanks so much for <laughs> listening. Um, podcast, of course, goes out every single Monday on all the podcasting platforms. and includes Apple, Spotify, Google, Amazon, and Audible. The visual element's available to view on YouTube. It goes out two days early. The Patreon supporters... So head over to patreon.com forward slash David Lee Down Under. You can sign up for as little as $1 a month. Cheapy. Cheap, 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 cheap. Uh, worse every week. <laughs> <laughs> of course, the video podcasts are now on a new channel, so you can head over to, the, if you're on there watching, just hit subscribe. Watch as much of it as you like, um, because we're going to get all the stats up. Got to get them all up. And don't just leave it running when you're not watching it. Don't not do it. Not to tell you that. Can't tell you to do that, so don't do not it. Let it. You can find me do on you, don't do it. You can find me on YouTube at Dave Lee Down Under, on Twitter, Instagram, Letterboxd. There's links for all that down at the bottom. If you want to write in the show, you can shoot an email at DaveLeePod at gmail.com. And if you're listening on the podcast platforms, please leave a review and a rating. Only want good ones. Yep, because they help. Bad ones will hunt you down. Yeah. No, nah, we probably won't, but we don't like them. Don't like the bad ones. Yeah, well, you just got to be honest. Yeah, you've you got to be honest. But only the good ones. But if you don't got something good to say, don't say anything at all. Yeah. So your mother <laughs> would teach you, hey? Yeah, exactly. Um, of course, uh, last week, this is the YouTube preview section of the of the sign-out where I talk about the preview of YouTube. <laughs> um, I just dropped my Lola Bunny cartoon evolution. It's going gangbusters at the moment. Very good. It's probably the best opening, like, first, like, 12 hours of any evolution I've had for a long time. Really? So it's going well. Thank you, guys. Good. A lot of people, lo- lot of lonely, a lot of Lola Bunny fans out there. I bet there, <laughs> there are. are a lot of Lola Bunny fans. What if Dave Field watched it yet? Maybe I don't know. <laughs> There'll be a uh, Space Jam Easter egg breakdown, probably already up. 
by the time this podcast goes yep. out. I'm working on that to get that up over the weekend. That's just past <laughs> if you listen to the podcast. Um, I'm going to try and get a Lola Bunny voice evolution up at some point. I've still got a bunch of voice evolutions I need to do. Now that Space Jam's out, I can finally get to them, but I have to be able to get my hands on the footage first, so might be a little while. Um, my Turner and Hooch review dropped over the weekend, so you can check that one out. Next week, I'll be loading some interviews with the cast. Thanks to the incredible team over at Disney Plus, I got the chance awesome. to sit and chat with the entire cast, the entire main cast of Disney Plus's new Turner and Hooch series, which includes Josh Peck, who oh, takes the lead cool. role. So I get to speak to Josh Peck and the rest of the cast, a whole bunch of people. So we'll have a video of that interview up over the week, and next week on the podcast we'll play through the interview as well, and we'll talk about our brief thoughts on the series too, because we've seen the first three episodes of yep. it. Um, and hint, it's quite good. It is. Yeah, but we'll talk about it next week. Um, if if we manage to get to this Dune preview <laughs> later in the week, oh, if we're so. out of lockdown, we'll probably talk about that. I might talk about it on the channel if there's anything to talk about. We'll talk about that on the show next week anyway. Um, I've also, of course, loaded a full trailer breakdown of Pixar's Turning Red last week. You can check that out too. Otherwise, there'll probably just be small videos loading throughout the week. I'm not too sure, but we'll, I'll figure it out. And that, guys, thanks so much for listening, and thanks to my Rick for joining me once thanks, again. Thanks, Dave. And we'll see you on the next one. Take it easy. Stay safe. See you later, Stay guys. Awesome, yeah, later. stay safe, guys, in <laughs> lockdown. Best, best, best wishes. Take it easy. See you, guys.